0: Hey, Alright, <laughs> and we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords podcast, episode number 51. And it's another glorious Sunday and we are back at the round table on the Lord's day. Salute the Lord Anchorman for holding the Lords down last week in my absence, but I miss my brethren dearly. So it feels good to be back talking games once again in the realm of the Lords. We've got a very special guest, Metroid Prime 4 Rumors, Unreal Engine versus Xbox One X, the future of PUBG, and the decline of fighting games to discuss. So we are gonna get right into it. I wanna introduce a Lord who I consider one of the best young riders in the game. Similar to the ILP, this Lord was recently knighted into the Inner Circle Network. Displays a tremendous work ethic, extremely balanced viewpoints, and has always been a friend to Tic and the Roundtable. Introducing the editor of TICGN.com and the lord of computer science at RTS games. The direwolf and original Geralt of Rivia. Welcoming back to the realm of the lords. My man, Lord Samuel Tobert. How are you doing,
1: sir? I am doing very, very well, my lord. It is fantastic to be back here with all of you lords at the round table. And it's fantastic to make my debut as a part of the Inner Circle
2: Gaming. Ooh, say it again. It's
1: say it really again good. Dick <laughs> is on fire. We are all doing awesome. Let's get this show on the road. Let's get it
0: going, man. Bredred is in the building. I love it. It's tick fam night. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> and of course, we have the four horsemen of gaming, whose usual suspects at the round table. My co-host with the co-most ain't in yet. He should be joining us in progress. But of course, we have the most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience, and also the Lord of receipts. <laughs> 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 Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati himself, my man, Lord Sovereign. How you doing, sir?
3: Doing great, man. Doing fantastic. Glad, glad to have everybody back. And glad to be here with, with Lord Sam. I wasn't here the first time around. So I've I not had the pleasure of being on the podcast with him yet. Use so, a yeah. PR.
0: Use you PR. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't here. So
3: mm-hmm. definitely glad to have everybody back. Waiting for Attic to come to the door. No doubt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good to be back with the Lords. And of course, we have the Access Gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than the premium experience, and is the Tiki Torch
4: Extinguisher. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Beloved. Lord King, how are you doing,
4: sir? I'm doing fantastic and bad at the same time. I mean, it's been a great week, and it's been a terrible week. Um, I lost uh, two very dear people to me. Uh, one is in my cousin, uh, Brian Lorenzo Prey. Uh, he's 47 years old, too young to pass. Uh, and then I lost my binky. Uh Ride or die, uh, witch it to the end uh you know, but what God removes, God replaces. So, you know, in that uh whole thing I bow my head at a moment of silence for them. But <laughs> God put fight night in my soul. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you about fight night last night. Well I-, I have to- I have to say this, right? I have to say... The uptick, because, you know, people used to tell you stupid stuff. You can't listen to uh, regurgitated crap out of people's (laughs) mouths, right? Because it's regurgitated (laughs) crap. When they tell you that the fight game is falling off, when they tell you that boxing is at an all-time low, stop listening to them, man. Do your own thing. Yesterday, we had three powerful fights, right? Mm -hmm. So, one, we're going to talk about our people on England over abroad. We're going to talk about... Let's go. Yeah, there we go, man. It was it. They was in the building. Yeah, Chris Eubank Jr. versus Charles Rose, which is a champion. Now, in my opinion, Chris Eubank Jr. is a star, but he's being managed wrong because a lot of times you got to cultivate these stars and you got to match them properly so they can shine, and then you give them great tests later on once they've built their confidence, Ooh. once they've built their resume. His father, Chris Eubank. Is his manager slash promoter, mm. and I and you know sometimes
0: like a Sugar Shane situation,
4: right? <laughs> and sometimes when the daddy's so close, the daddy might have confidence in the son and don't understand that the son is not ready yet. Well, he mm. put his son in there with the champion Charles Groves.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Charles Groves is at least a foot taller than his boy, <laughs> with a longer reach <laughs> and a nice right hand. Oh. And what you got for the evening was a thorough jabbing of the face and a smooth (laughs) right hand to the side of the head. Chris (laughs) Eubank, with all his gulliness, tried to fight through it, but he lost in a decision to Charles Grove. Mm -hmm. My hat's off to Charles Grove and listened to all the crap QBank Jr. was talking and proceeded to lump the side of his face up to teach him (laughs) the smooth lesson that you talk with your hands and not with your mouth. Um, Then we had... Devin Alexander versus my man, Victor Ortiz. Now, Ooh, yeah, my man, I quit. Going? Yeah, I quit Victor Wait, that's, Ortiz. Ain't that the dude that uh, yes. Floyd slapped yes. him? <laughs> with the bell, <laughs> with yes. the bell hit
0: him and, 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 and knocked him, leaned him a little bit. That's
4: that's, that's the boy that head uh Floyd Mayweather out of frustration and proceeded yes. to give him dap for four hours. Um <laughs> Yeah. What he did yesterday with Devin Alexander, those two uh, semi-washed-up individuals, and this is what I say with semi-washed-up, when you get two people... Yeah, when you get two fighters at the crossroads in their lives and they're fighting for that meal ticket, you get some of the best fights, brother. And these two you, hungry, washed up. Like it's good, I can't fight. It was bum fights for high stakes, high stakes <laughs> bum fights. And these brothers proceeded to entertain you for 10 smooth rounds of hard fighting. Which I thought Devin Alexander won, but in in some weird poetic justice, a draw was given. Because Victor Ortiz was pushing the fight. And, you know, you had some people rooting for Victor Ortiz with their heart. Like, don't give up, brother. Keep fighting. (laughs) He had a swollen eye, and he was in the mix. It was beautiful. (laughs) Last night, the final fight, you had Danny Garcia versus Rios. Oh, my God. I, you know i don't have too many man crushes. i got you know my man crushes. outside no. of lord your lord
0: and savior phil spencer
4: oh that's, he, you know what i'm saying like he's he's the only, he's begotten the only begotten? son. yeah he's the only begotten son so we're gonna have to keep him on a different pedal <laughs> But as we're talking about performers in these streets, Let's Danny Garcia in this boxing ring is probably one of my favorite fighters. He's not the flashiest. He is not the best boxer. He is, he, I don't know what's so special about him that I am enduring myself to, but I guess it's his, day, his Philly heart. The dude doesn't back down. He's like my dog, Sir Benjamin <laughs> Johnson. Oh and yeah, Lord, I, I thought about
0: Sir Benjamin yeah. Johnson last night when I came over to you yes. Lord, Lord King house
4: yeah listen sir benjamin johnson is not a year old yet but sir benjamin johnson will kill for the king let me tell you this okay not lord not cognito found out hand. i told him do not take your hands out your pockets because he will remove your hands okay
2: yeah, he's, he's,
0: he's the original die roll said. yes so. oh lord, <laughs> so Continue, lord
4: last night Danny Garcia and, and Rios, they were pitted against each other. And Rios is a come at you tank. Danny Garcia is a sharp shooting boxer, slide to the slide, a hard hitting counterpuncher. He hit Rios with a right hand that proceeded to remove his bodily functions from him. It's short circuit his brain with the right hand. His whole body leaned out like he faded out of the picture. Like somebody removed the battery from his spine. Because he was going good up until he's, he froze him with the jab. Ugh. Then the right hand came over the top. And it was over. (laughs) And he tried to get up. Valiantly, Rios got up. And he was like, he was trying to fool the ref like, I'm good, baby. I'm good. Just let me just do this. (laughs) So the ref called his bluff and said, walk to me. When he said, walk to me, his legs said, what you talking about? You want to dance right now? (laughs) You want to pull his dance out right now? And he he was like, nah, brother, you try. He's going to kill you. You go back in (laughs) So (laughs) last night. I was so I was so tired yesterday, mm-hmm. but the adrenaline kept yeah. me going for this fight game, this thing that I love, that I hope comes across, that you guys can actually hear it. And maybe y'all go check it out.
0: I will say this, Lord King. I did see a clip of it, and it was literally exactly how you described it. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, he, he thought he was good after getting dropped. Like he really yes. like, okay and then the ref was like okay you ready he's like yeah his body said no thank you <laughs> his body yes. said no and the ref like you said called his bluff and said i'm gonna save you from yourself <laughs> yeah. i didn't know that was the main event but i did yeah, see okay. it yeah
3: yeah. Look that was one of the best short circuit punches I've ever seen because it just stopped him dead in his tracks. And the thing is that he telegraphed it because he was like, all right, he's getting tired. He's throwing out lazy jabs. So he throws out a lazy left jab and doesn't bring his hands back to defend himself. Yeah. The right yeah. hand came right over it. Like he telegraphed the entire thing. It was one of the cleanest right hands I've ever seen. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't hit him head on, he hit him sideways and he
4: leaned yep. sideways. <laughs> it was like it was like a soul snatcher. It was <laughs> it was the most soul snatching punch that you could ever throw at somebody. And it was like, Thank you, I'll take that soul. <laughs> and geez, oh god. <laughs> no, yeah, man, that's what I did see <laughs> Shout out to Lord King
0: for our combat sports recap. I believe UFC is to, 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 Tonight. today, right? Tonight, I believe uh, Derek Lewis. That's the only fight I want to see because he's in the heavyweight uh picture yeah. and not at the whole Steep A versus uh Cormier is going down. I want to see where de- uh, what is this Derek Lewis? I believe his name is. Yeah, that um, yeah, he he's 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 someone I've had my eye on. He's he's a beast. I just he's gotta work on his weight. He kind you know what he kind of reminds me of King kind of reminds me of like a heavyweight young version of Rampage in his prime. You know Ooh, what I mean? Real nice. aggressive. You might like this kid, so be on the lookout for him. Thanks. He fights tonight, and I believe he's fighting a young, you know, good good contender. So I want to see where he places, because if he does well, he'll be in the mix with the Stipe and the and.
4: Ganus and the, yeah, you know, see, yeah, I love how Dana is working it over there, how he pits these guys against yeah. each other. There's no soft touches for anyone. No yeah. doubt. I mean, yeah. Man.
3: The main yeah. event we got Cowboy Cerrone though versus oh,
4: Yeah, yeah I like him. Cowboy,
3: yeah. like, I gotta give it a Cowboy. Cowboy come out there; he's always gonna give you a good fight. And some nights he's just not there, and he'll, yeah. he'll get stressed. Yeah, he's like what he did with Showtime always,
0: Pettis, my boy Showtime yeah. Pettis. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to Showtime when he was good. When he was good, that kick, yeah. Showtime.
3: That, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen better days though, but like yeah. <laughs> I think. Cerrone, that's why they keep Cerrone around. Like He's willing to fight anybody. True, and, true. And he's always going to give you a good fight, and he may go out in a blaze of glory, or he may flush this guy out. Madero's his hard. He's he's an in-your-face type of fighter, so it should be a good fight man no like doubt, no
0: doubt yeah looking forward to it so of course it is lord cognito here spreading that gaming realness on the ilp not telling you what you want to hear but what you need to hear i mean it feels good to be back y'all i was i was hurting i was in the uk hurt yeah, we,
4: we, we had we we missed you um anchor i love you bro I love you. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna front, you know me. Me and Attic really, we don't pit fight. You know, we share we share Bobos now, so you ain't gonna be having us inside the little cage fight. You thought you was gonna have a little gods of the arena with you two? No, to I,
5: I want to confirm something. It's not. It's not been, it's not heck, been that King that I've been agreeing with King, he's been agreeing with me. So we got to confirm that right now. Like, <laughs> me agreeing well, with anyone. So yeah.
4: He does not subscribe to the love. It just happens to happen. It just like, happens it- to happen. You, you, know you know what's funny? And it, this is how the King brainwashing works, right? <laughs> it allows somebody to believe that I'm doing the initiation, but technically it's not true. Oh, but it, it, is, it is this, though. A lot of times he's been right. Yeah. And he didn't understand like before I would agree with him because a lot of times that uh, he was right. Mm-hmm. He just was so cantankerous and he didn't like how right I was with him. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, I'm over here. This is addicts world and I'm right over here. But <laughs> he, he was able to allow me to share in his addicts world. So that's why the love fest <laughs> continues.
0: No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. Shout out to the Lord addict. We gotta get that popping for you. My, co- my co-host with the co most, my brother from another mother. And the how of the young wolf my man lord attic how we doing sir pretty good i just got off work yeah back in the building did you get a chance to see any uh wakanda action yet shout out to uh my boy in the chat who said wakanda forever i believe it was that's show right One, show on w did you get a chance to see it yet or you you, Not you, you you're gonna try, try to see it
5: soon i'm gonna try to see this weekend
0: don't doubt oh, my man, man. gotta see it guys and uh we also have to chastise lord anchor um i put a tweet out you know he did a top 15 of, um, I believe his greatest MCU films, and unfortunately, he had the nerve to have the Winter Soldier at number nine. So, effective immediately, Lords of the Multiverse <laughs> Yo, uh, tick boy, podcast. Wait, hold on, guy. Let me think. Yeah, I know, man. you gonna <laughs> go in. He was going in on me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> we effectively would like to remove Anchorman from the multiverse <laughs> due to his uh, impaired judgment. <laughs> um, he's, he, oh, he must. I was gonna say he must have been under duress in his situation when he hey typed. Lord that. Sam,
5: I, I, I have a feeling I want you to go over there. I think you'd be more reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lord Sam, we 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 have to we have to make a petition. Someone
0: with, with a balanced perspective and viewpoint, because we really oh. have to save Anchor man for oh. themselves.
1: <laughs> he wants he, you to call me sooner or later today we got some business stuff to discuss so don't you worry I'll be I'll be reminding him
4: no, <laughs> Put, no. don't
1: be putting nonsense out like that <laughs> real first
4: of all I, got, I gotta say this I gotta say Black Panther is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life woo! all right now now how it may affect other people's death state business yeah. my love and my feeling for my people is so overwhelming to me as i sat in the movie i openly wept throughout the whole movie to be oh, honest with you probably. i've only cried in one movie in my whole life and that was lying king and don't know that like, oh, notebook no 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 <laughs> and, you know what? and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say that it's, it's not no oh, oh king is soft on movie no nigga. i watched the notebook it's, it's not that situation but this movie affected me in a manner that i didn't expect It's a movie that stands on its own without any superhero. It's a movie that has superhero elements. It's not a superhero superhero. movie.
0: You're right. On its mm-hmm. own shout out to Lord chicken spaghetti. First time in the chat, I say he said blasphemous Stephen A. Smith, but that's right. We gotta all band together. We gotta sign this petition to save Anchor Man from the <laughs> <laughs>
4: Okay. The Winter Soldier thing, he went in on me yesterday. We talked for at least an hour when Lord Cognito showed up and he <laughs> asked me my top uh Marvel movies, and he didn't like my ranking of Winter Soldier and yeah, no, I'm them. very disgusted with you, yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah,
0: and you 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 <laughs> mean you will have to have a side ball he
4: didn't like the fact that i love age of ultron and i love it for different reasons i believe a movie is defined by the villain all right the motivations of each villain has to be in line with the heroes in an opposite direction he has to have a motivation that he believes to be so pure and so right that if you look at it from his perspective you're like he is kind of right though, but he's just doing it wrong. Like human genocide, uh, because we are a cancer on this planet, is completely wrong. <laughs> but he's not saying anything that's wrong, you know. So you yeah. have to say, Man, I really feel for him mm-hmm. as a sentient being mm-hmm. becoming sentient and wanting to destroy the inferior mm-hmm. because the dominant species always takes over. We no have doubt. done it, and this no is how doubt. it goes.
3: No I, no I get that. I get that as a villain, like as a villain, his, his motive. Innovations yeah. are amazing because he fully subjects to that. He prescribes to that completely, one hundred percent. My mm-hmm. thing is the movie surrounding him. Thank that's you. All that's
4: that's Yeah, no, no, and, and, and that's why my list. That's why it's my list. Do it. You <laughs> understand? So yeah. Lord Cognito did not like where I put the Soldier or oh, Civil oh, War. Am oh, I gonna
0: stop besmirching the great name? Of winter. So and yeah, I challenge y'all because I swear y'all probably have not watched it within the last year. Rewatch that movie because I'm telling y'all right now, I don't like Captain Man, Lord Solve, Lord Kaibatsu. We was out in the parking lot with Lord Marlonius. We were all (laughs) arguing at the end of this (laughs) at the end of Black Panther. Black Panther, I gotta rewatch because to me it's so impactful. It's in its own thing, right? It's, a, it's yes. I need to rewatch. It's such a powerful movie, right? So I got to rewatch it, and then I'm going to come back and see where Black Panther, where I put that in the grand scope of things. But Winter Soldier, y'all gonna stop besmirching that? That is nearly <laughs> a flawless film. But I'm gonna stop because I'm gonna leave that for the multiverse.
4: <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think, think we all crazy. gonna have to join in on the multiverse yeah, it's gonna on have that to be an
0: Iron Law podcast, yes, multiverse, multiverse. <laughs> exactly. Collaboration, ranking of the top MCU
5: movies, right? Don't you love and- how they're volunteering me to be on another podcast a week? Yeah, you is. is.
1: <laughs> got to watch. It's hey. going to be an event. The Inner it's Circle civil war. You don't say,
0: shout out to Fave, shout out to Undead, shout out to Mike P the Truth, the Premium Brit, all y'all. We are coming for Anchorman's Man's credentials for
4: MCU films. Shout out, out to Requenio, but um Ragnarok <laughs> is my second best film. Oh, so Lord, watch. We're going to get into these games. <laughs>
0: Now that we got Lord Sam here, he went through our our combat sports and our MCU foolishness. (laughs) Let's get to Lord Sam. What have you been playing this week, Lord Sam?
1: Oh, good Lord. What have I not been playing this week? Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) For starters, I have been playing, I mean, come on, you all know me, the X enhanced patch for the Witcher hit and I was like, right. Hi y'all. I've been taking my time enjoying that. I'm in no rush whatsoever to complete this playthrough. It's just like, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, enjoying that 60 frames, enjoying the higher res, the HDR. It's all such good stuff. Such a fantastic game. Such an incredible story. CD Projekt Red. They are the devs. They're number one in my book. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Then, I don't know how many of you read my impressions, but I've been playing quite a bit of Crytek's new game that is in closed alpha, called Hunt Showdown. Now, ha- how many of you have heard of that? How many of you... Not talk that? Us about them. No, about them. About them. Okay, mm-hmm. so... It was originally called hunt horrors of the gilded age back in 2014 but crytek as we all know went through some extreme financial problems yeah. a lot of studios got closed unfortunately lost my goddamn rise Ooh. yes, yes. <laughs> Don't remind me about rise let's uh, not go no. down there right uh, now but, <laughs> but... Crytek, the main studio in Germany, seems to be doing a lot better, and last year at E3, I had a chance to talk to some of the developers and see a private showing for this new game that had reemerged from the closed IP, mm-hmm. retitled Hunt Showdown. And Ooh. the basic idea is it takes place in an alternate universe, 18th, 19th century, British Empire is at its height, but there's something wrong in the world. Colonies are disappearing, there's these mysterious creatures coming out of nowhere, it's all very gothic and otherworldly, very demonic, very disturbing. So you play, it's a multiplayer... We're playing a Mass game.
5: Effect uh, uh, prequel, right?
1: <laughs> no, no, it's not a Mass <laughs> Effect prequel. It's a multiplayer game where you can go in alone or with one other friend. You load up on all your equipment beforehand, so you gotta choose how many Molotov cocktails you want to take, whether you want a double-barrel shotgun, a revolver, or any of that stuff. And you go in, and the job you do is you take a contract to find in be- and kill some particular beast. Ooh. It might be a giant spider the size of a barn roof. It might be this butcher with like a twisted goat head and ragged Ooh. limbs attached to its back. All very disturbing, visceral stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> what makes it really cool is if your character dies in that match, they die for good.
0: Oh, so or- they have permadeath almost like a permadeath state of K kind
1: of thing? Permadeath, yes. Nice. And, and maintain, you maintain a roster of hunters in your employ. hmm referred to as your bloodline in quotation marks and so you choose which hunter you want to take you can actually enter the match and then decide now screw this i'm leaving and it's perfectly valid you can just walk right out and you can do that and so by doing that you choose whether or not you want to level your hunters up who you want to retire stuff like Mm -hmm. that they're going to be revealing a lot more of the world building lore so It needs more optimization. It is definitely in okay. closed alpha right now, but I encourage you all to this pay definitely attention definitely sounds like my kind of game, though. Yeah, it sounds like a definitely Lord Addict. I could see you with this big time. Here's the best I way I can describe the setting Talk is first-person Bloodborne. The first 10 minutes of Bloodborne Ooh. in first-person. That's probably the best Not way I, get I can explain the set.
0: With it. permadeath and the roster of Wild
3: I, oh, I've seen what? some of the gameplay. The gameplay is really cool, because the, the premise is that you get put on this map,
1: with uh, multiple different teams of two, right? right? So and they don't, don't tell you how many. That's the thing. Yeah, they don't tell you how many How many they on the map. other players are out there?
2: Mm. Okay.
0: This, yeah. sounds, this sounds really good. So this has been taking up a lot of your time now.
1: It has been. I put about twenty hours into the closed alpha right now. Uh, mm-hmm. They're doing some server maintenance, and I'm waiting on a big patch. They they're being very transparent. They have a roadmap of what features they're going to be adding. They're taking feedback mm-hmm. for literally everything. They really want this to be a success. So mm. I encourage everybody here pay attention to it because Crytek could be coming out back on top.
0: You know what's funny? You said that Lord Sam is that um. I've always you've been a fan of like the Crytek engines. I, I like I said, yeah. call it with my rise love. I still think that is a technological marvel. For and you think about it at that point, remember. Yeah, the Xbox One X had to connect, still taking the ten percent extra resources. The SDKs were old, you know what I mean? Like it was, mm-hmm. and for that game to look how it looked, I remember putting a tweet out. You know, I hit up everybody involved with the project, including Phil Spencer. Just like, man, I would love just a if even not. If there's not going to be a sequel, man. I would love a 4K enhanced
1: version. I know on the I X, know. Just to see it in old because it still hangs up now. It still it still holds yep. up now. Man, CryEngine is a beautiful thing. Yes, it's not the easiest engine in the world to optimize, but it is a beautiful, beautiful Absolutely. Game. Prey used it, and those shots of space with the door he mm. floating around the station, it, it's breathtaking. Mm. Absolutely. Too bad it was
4: wrapped around a garbage game. but <laughs>
1: Don't you get me started,
4: King. On, <laughs> don't, go, real well. No, 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 no,
2: no. no,
0: no, no, don't, no don't you start. Don't you do
6: it. You
4: know, you know I, I, I'm going to say this, because I'm still playing through the game now, and it's a labor, but it's a labor of love in the sense that I played the first Prey. And I loved it. And I'm trying to wrap myself around the game and the change, the dramatic change in the direction and where we're going with these little dark monsters. Yeah. Um, it just felt like it was lazy when they came up with the monsters. But I'm going to keep playing because the premise of them turning into things in, the, in like ordinary things like that sh- that chandelier. It's-, it's a monster that, <laughs> that thing is kind of cool. So.
3: So besides the monster stuff, though, you like the immersive sim aspect of it, like the the.
4: the I always. Do. Like yeah, like I, that's that's I always to do. me that's the coolest part of it. Yeah, I can touch everything. Me touching right. everything. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now, shout out to uh, Lord uh, Chris Colbert and in the chat. He said, "Have our have us guys heard of Hunt? It's on PC. watch it last night. It's a mix of PUBG with boss fights. Yeah, Red Dead and Evil Within. I've never yeah. seen it. I've Lord it. Undead, what's going on? Lord Burke, what's going on, man? Yeah, we had to come for your boy Lord anchor man. Man, we had to. We we want a multiverse collaboration. We're gonna talk about those our MCU films, man. Good to see you, Undead, in the chat. So, uh, Lord Addict, what have you been playing this week? I know you've been working, but what have you been playing? What have you been sneaking in?
5: Um, I kind of slowed down on Monster Hunter. Really? <laughs> yeah, I put like 80 hours into it, so I think oh, i yeah. only, only
0: 80. <laughs> only 80, jeez.
5: <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. No, no. man, I can't help it, okay? It was a good game.
4: <laughs> I'm not going to use that word, was. Was.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Just just kind
0: of burnt out, or just yep. kind of like looking, for, actually started touching something. I else mean, to
5: there are stuff I can do afterwards, they're called Tempest fights, but it's like I don't really feel comfortable with like fighting stronger versions of the shit I'm fighting now. Mm, so you kind of feel it's getting, I'm like, you know, <laughs> and then Kids move brought up the fact that I didn't play any of the big releases he bought last year, like Evil Within 2. So yeah. I was like, okay, that's fair, I'll go back and play them.
0: No doubt. Now I I heard uh you know due to the Twitter universe that uh you had that the howl of the young wolf had to go out <laughs> on your PlayStation selection. It looks like you had picked up some uh used PS4 games. I believe there were three of them, and um, looks like people were upset with your choice of uh, Until Dawn being your favorite. I believe something to that effect. What, what's going yeah. on with that? Something Something happened.
5: Happened. I can't really go into much of that. If you want my oh, I, I will address these people on Planet Xbox because, <laughs> because this is a PG-rated show. Okay, for the children. For the children, we're doing it for the children. I, I can't go into what I want to say, but I okay. will say I'm not happy with some certain individuals on YouTube right now, but you're gonna have to go into the Planet Xbox for the for the real version of that, because I can't really go into in what
4: I
0: The Xbox News in the chat, It said The Last of Us, and they don't want to hear anything more from you.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, hold <laughs> on. Wait, wait, what games did you pick up? Wait, the last. oh us.
5: here we go. Here we go. Okay. Until the-, the Last of Us, Ratchet and & Clank, and uh, um, The Order 1886. And oh, okay. okay. And what happened? What did you <laughs> People ain't happy that, uh, that yeah. I'm playing... The order over The uh, the Last of Us.
0: <laughs> but what are right, in your defense, explain
5: to the people
0: your logic as to why you picked the order first.
5: Because it's eight hours versus like 12? Exactly. 12. exactly. Makes
0: sense. So you, so you want to blaze that out, and then you can get to what Look, you need to get to. So they just so mad
5: at your order? At the order? That's all they're mad at? They 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 mad that why they're, it. They're, they're mad, they're, <laughs> they're mad that, that I'm saying that as of right now, with my play Xbox PlayStation games of like 3. I played I played Final Fantasy 7, I played 10, and I played uh Bloodborne which I'm sorry, everyone in the chat, Bloodborne kind of trash.
1: Ooh, oh The bait is so strong right now. I'll let that one oh, <laughs> go. <God. laughs> <laughs> you, you warned them I was coming, Lord Cognito. So yeah, the lords out left and right. It is a lot of besmirching <laughs> going I on.
5: I want to. I want to state something. This Let's is go. my house. You would
1: guess.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> wow. like, we all fail. Big you know, it's,
5: it's not that bang. Bloodborne's a bad game. It's uh, just I had to force myself to play. Maybe it's because I have persona and stuff that I want to play more than it. So uh, it's kind of like making me not want to play it more. But like I literally had to force myself to play that game.
0: <laughs> okay fair. that is your opinion this is your assessment we will let that rock shout out to the lords of the planet xbox i know they will be coming for your neck when they see you in that chat
5: i mean it's whatever they'll come from my neck all they want in the chat they won't say it to my face
4: lord so oh, what have you been playing this week
3: uh so this week let me see i finished i finished shadow of the colossus again
0: um mm. yeah i heard <laughs> that 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 vehement <laughs> argument between you and king an H-
3: that hdr battle it, it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't an, an argument. argument it was just a, a disagreement That's sure, you know, we've been disagreeing for forever, for, you forever. Know? we'll disagree yeah. to the
4: day we die certain yeah.
3: Time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah I finally finished it got through the colossi yeah it's just a beautiful game and the best version best way to play that game definitely so if you haven't played it play that game
4: mom. Um, let me see what else uh so they did have three game. tries at it to make it the best game oh yeah, yeah.
3: I, I give them that <laughs> i give them that and i'm i'm sure in 10 years we'll probably see another remake of yeah, it I'm, I'm pretty
4: <laughs> i'm pretty sure it'll be live action with real people next yeah by that time <laughs>
3: So um, what else? What else? I played Celeste. That that game is devious. Yeah, that devious.
4: game is devious. It, yeah.
3: To me, in terms of platforming this year, <laughs> it's 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 gonna be hard to beat.
5: I need something Ooh. really hard to beat. What'd you say, um, Lord uh, Lord
0: Attic? What'd you say? Some, I heard Celeste rumbling. What you what you say?
5: I I apologize. I thought I was muted. Oh, okay, sorry. Right. <laughs> you can mumble
3: under your breath again. No, and, then, um, and then Bayonetta two pick that up. For the Switch, man, oh, I missed it on the Wii U. I had it fallen off my Wii U by the time it came out. Yeah,
4: I got it for the Wii U. No to doubt. see it
3: on the Switch, it runs beautifully, and especially in handheld mode, it's still kind of. Once you dock it, it's seven twenty p across the board. So once you dock it, even with TVs that do good upscaling, it's still a little muddy, not pretty. A little, a little muddy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it. I, I no rather it handheld, but it's it's a beautiful game to have on the go. No it's doubt, no doubt.
0: Thing. Shout out to Lord Brap in the chat. Good to see you, baby. That's what's up. What's <laughs> up? Lord King, what have you been playing? I've been playing nothing but
2: PUBG. but PUBG.
4: Yo, <laughs> I, my PUBG wolves, let me hear you how, baby. How! <laughs> they all in this cat right now. I'm going to tell you, the team is so Thorough that they yeah, hit me up on social media like it was good with them guns. Yeah, I see you. I see you,
0: brap, <laughs> going at it. Shout out to Monkey Punch. I see all y'all oh, listen
4: The whole squad is here. You got singer. You got brap. You got you got I Monkey Punch. What word? Yes. Word. that's 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 my dude um everybody every i have such a legion team is crazy we have four or five groups running inside the chat but the best feeling was yesterday shout out to spineless sinister okay. when he was with me we we floated down and, and, and as we're landing we see one dude i said sinister let's get him he's yes. like let's go so we land I'm duffing dude out. Dude runs in the house. He goes, he grabs a gun over the table. So I try to grab the bullets, but he grabbed the bullets. I'm like, yo, so what? I'm hitting it. He shot me twice in the stomach. Sinister runs in the house. He shoots Sinister. Sinister says, I'm one shot away. I said, I'm one shot away too. Let's just duff him out. Yeah. So I chase the dude up the steps, and I'm hitting him in the face. He runs and grabs a coral ball. Uh-huh. I, at that moment in time, I turn around and said, where's Sinister? <laughs> Sinister left me fighting dude by myself. I I looked at the window and I dove out the window. Boom! I run down the block. I run down the bar. Dude, he loaded his gun. He's shooting at me. I'm hopping. I'm jumping. I'm running. I ran inside the house. I grabbed some bandages. I rolled myself up. I'm like, Sinister, how the hell you left me? I was one shot away. He's a whole town away from me. So I grab a book bag. I load up. I get my helmet on. I get my guns right. I said, I'm going to go hunt this dude. This dude has to die because he mm. made me run in the midst of battle. Right? That can't happen. You ain't gonna me out of my barn. That was my barn. So Sinister's in the next time he gets murdered. I said, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> you left me in the no. middle of a jumping. No. no tail. Yes, the, the, the murk. The murk with the mouth left me in the middle of a battle. And the king actually went back and got do and took care of his business.
2: That's right,
4: but, that's right. I can't man, stop. Crew. I can't I see stop. y'all getting it and Shout out
0: to Lord, Lord Sam. Aren't you, you and Man and um, these guys, don't you guys get that? You got your little PUBG multiverse slash. Oh, we do.
1: We do. Me, Anchor, Undead, Mike, every now and again. Oh, we get it on. We do nice. well. We We rack up some chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see it,
0: man. I shout out my first chicken dinner. As much as I've besmirched Anchorman's name on the show today, <laughs> was, <laughs> Anchorman was part of that team. It was Anchorman Sin, who,
5: who did run on certain parts?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> Anchorman was part of the team, but Sin and John did all the work. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I see. I still, you know what, Lord mean you ain't got a good chance to rock yet.
0: So let's go, man. We got we got to do that. I think. Uh, who else? Um, oh boy, Jansen. I, who's your squad? You
5: usually run with Jansen and who else? I don't play PUBG right now. But when you did. <laughs> Who did you run? you remember? It was usually Sinister John
0: and uh, oh, yeah, John. Shout out to Big Bad John. Oh, shout out to Whiskey and Monkey. Remember, we yes. had a good one, Lord yes. on King. Yeah, that was He
4: was with us, we indoctrinated him into it because he didn't understand how addictive this game was. Absolutely. And I said, Being at your ex military, you're, you're going to get the feeling of it. And Liberty and he, was, yeah, yeah right? he was, so- I think we got a chicken dinner too. Yeah, oh that's what's up.
0: That's yeah we got pick chicken dinner too yeah man so for me like i said i was away but um when i came back i dove into a little bit of crimson days and destiny shout out to my man lord Ebontis and uh forget amnesia we did a flashpoint talking about all the changes it was a big article that uh dr amnesia put out please check that out if you guys got a chance it's on the iron lord podcast youtube channel flashpoint number four so we were talking about all the changes he actually went pretty viral man and Destiny the and a lot of the uh destiny community gave us a shout for that passionate article that was written so I did that. I obviously played PUBG with the crew. You know what I mean? And finally, you got to give me a round of applause, y'all. I have finished. This is the police for the Switch. Oh, what?
2: Three months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the game is long, but man, did I love it. Oh, man, such a crazy ride. Was Absolutely. it worth it? You know what? It was. It was. Because what it, what it built to, I didn't see coming without, you know, giving out spoilers. This... <laughs> Is just something that is very dramatic that you have to make uh kind of like a Mass Effect style decision mm-hmm. towards the end, and then um based on what you choose, you got some different outcomes and stuff like that. So apparently there's like levels of endings, and you know that whole bit of trend. Now I will say, <laughs> just like Mass Effect, I don't know if the actual ending itself was worth it, <laughs> <laughs> you know but um what it led up to was fantastic. I am looking for to THQ Nordic's Part Two. I have a uh, shout out to do. Oh, put put, put that shot going, baby. Get that shot
5: going. What you got? Shout out to Anchor Man for this dope thumbnail.
0: Woo! Oh, yeah, yo, yeah, though. Thumbnail was lit, but I still have to challenge him on his MCU. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. also I've been playing uh picked up on a whim kingdom come deliverance. Ooh.
4: I um I, I knew you curious. was gonna get I that was because the things pills. You because know of what, Kingsfield. Yes. I knew you was going to get King, it.
0: Lord King knows me well. Lord, I, Lord King knows I used to be a fiend for Kingsfield. You know,
4: we were. We, we were. found that game in the dark. Me and him. Um, we when we, we. I remember how we did it. We chipped in. He chipped in half. I chipped in half. So we sat in the dark and we <laughs> played this game and it was a first person it was i guess it felt like the first skyrim to us
0: yes it like, was like yeah, our first yeah. open world skyrim where there's no direction nothing really telling you what to mm, do yeah. and you can go anywhere you
4: want
5: to go you know
4: and we were picking up things and we saw skeletons and we were like oh
5: my god I played it's Morrowind. i kind of that was my first one Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, so I when I saw it, it automatically harkened back to it, and I knew you was gonna get it, and I was gonna ask you what was gonna be because I was hoping that you played it now because I saw Anchor had the dev on um yes. on the multiverse, and yes. I really wanted to listen to that podcast. So I'd be catching up between everybody's podcasts, yes. but he yeah, had one podcast that was let, um, me, t- let me give some
0: shout outs too. Shout out to Multiverse, obviously. Please check that. Um, shout out to short pause gaming, my boy, Lord, dude, we're going to get him on soon. Um, he had a great uh, interview, I believe with the community manager as well. They asked some real quick, good questions about it. And uh, also shout out to, um, NLG. They're going to have something going on tonight. Please check them out again. Kingdom come deliverance. I'm kind of championing the game. Look, I'll say this about it it is so ambitious it's like a realistic Skyrim you're mm-hmm. talking about open world but you're talking about you got to eat you gotta sleep you can get drunk you can overeat you you know say you it's just so many factors to it and um now I will admit there is some jank. <laughs> there is some jank. There's some issues. There's some, you know, little, some bugs. I believe this was correct me if I'm wrong, Lord Sam. I believe this was initially like a Kickstarter crowdfunded game for years, right?
1: Uh for many years. Yes. I believe back in began back in 2013. I'll have to look that up to verify, but mm. I've been following it for some time. I remember yeah. back the Kickstarter was announced years ago. It's been in development for a long, long right. time. Very now that, ambitious. Oh, very ambitious! It, it's it's really ambitious, and the
0: combat, like I said, it's gonna take a while to get used to. It kind of reminds me, in uh of a Little Piccolo! Short short pause. It kind of reminds me of a machine. <laughs> little
2: Piccolo! <laughs> no Piccolo! He, we
5: gonna have him. <laughs> on will trip.
4: never leave you behind, Piccolo. <laughs> 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 Don told me
5: that piccolo. it's very um, it's very one of those games where if you don't think you can take him, you can't mm. take him. Yeah. Yeah, man. It it, it, it it. It's it's
0: you. You can also fight multiple people at once, which is what I like. You don't say because in the beginning is a scene and it's like you and your little cohort friends. And you're up to mischievous stuff because they're trying to, like, guide you in the beginning. To, you can only do certain things. And they're like, yeah, let's go ramsack and do some mischievous stuff to some person's house. And then <laughs> it's like the dudes come and see you ramsacking the house. And it's like they is your, your crew of three and their crew. And it's like, let's get it on. And then y'all fist fighting it out in the streets, Lord King. And it's like but you could <laughs> you could pilot your man. I'm like if your man get jump, I'm like oh no, you are not gonna jump my man. I'm gonna hit you from my. Like it's funny, and it's like it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of complexity to it. I will say the combat may not be for everyone. But mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you could tell it if you master it. It could be real fun. So shout out to Kingdom Come Deliverance Xbox One X, I believe, is the best version. Now Digital Foundry just did something. I think 1400P. The rest are like 10 p mm-hmm. on our yeah. stuff. The smoothest textures. We're still waiting for that day one patch to get the jank out because there's a lot of jank. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Kingdom Come. And also, shout! Want to give one last shout out to shout out to Lord Dealer, Lord Dealer, and the RDX crew because if it wasn't for Dealer, who actually was the first person I seen tweet about the game. I, didn't, I wouldn't have known about it, and that's what kind of led me into it. And of course, we are the a podcast, so you know, it's lords in this. It's, yeah. it's come on, you already know. No, doubt. <laughs> no, no. so we gonna get into these topics, you know what I'm saying? And oh, but first, I got apologies last week for the poll not going up, as you guys know. I was in London.
4: <laughs> it was a garbage poll anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <Like that. laughs>
0: but the, uh, the, the lords of london internet were not cooperating for me to do anything or view anything from youtube so i could not put the poll but we're going to have a new poll cooking up you know this week at, uh, at the end of the show so stay tuned so we're going to get into these topics so um actually i'm going to start off in place for lord because i know he jumped in late but um some announcements going on we got um the fourteen hundred forty P announcement for I believe um Xbox One X and all that other stuff, but I actually want to start off with um Metroid Prime. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know, what I'm saying Metroid Prime Four rumors are abound. So um, first off, we know that uh, we did hear that obviously that Namco Bandai, I mean Namco, whatever <laughs> I always <pronounce> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but um Band- Bandai Namco, excuse me. Mm-hmm. That we heard that they were announced that they'll be working with metroid prime 4 and that was the first kind of uh his hint we heard about it but then some new stuff came out and it seemed to be confirmed by Eurogamer. it looks like they're um updated their post confirming it the development by namco but then they said that the studio was going to be moved from uh singapore to japan's uh studio and then shout out to a uh, doc trade youtuber doctor i believe um lordack knows him as well that um he actually started doing some linkedin digging and it looks like um it looks like they're definitely going to have like a senior online programmer <laughs> and this programmer is also the lead online programmer for ace combat 7 so there's some suspicions now going on that Mo- metro prime 4 is going to have an online component
2: uh, so absolutely.
0: i want to bring this to the lords obviously we heard about the namco thing we heard about also, in this whole LinkedIn digging, we heard about Ridge Racer 8 being exclusive to Switch because he's also supposedly working on that. So I want to bring this to the Lords. We'll start off with Lord Sam first. What do you think about all of this? What do you think about Metro Prime 4 possibly having an online component for the Switch?
1: Okay. So Metroid Prime 4 having an online component, it makes perfect sense. I think it's it's very realistic. And honestly, it lends those rumors even more credence. Here's why. Nintendo recently, a few weeks back, I think it was about a month and a half, reiterated that their plan, their strategy moving forward was to adopt games as a service. Mm -hmm. Even Nintendo is recognizing that games need to have more replayability. They need Mm -hmm. to have more content. They need to support fewer games for a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. So adding in an online support for Metroid Prime 4 while their online service is supposed to launch this year as well. It makes perfect sense. You get more people playing, people who would have enjoyed what is obviously going to be a fantastic campaign just a couple of times. Now they have a reason to continue playing. They can pressure their friends like, hey, come on, we can play this together. This is going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense. It fits with their strategy and it fits with the current climate of gaming as a
0: whole facts Definitely. facts absolutely uh lord addict what do you feel i don't know how your feelings are on metroid series and I never, I never got a chance to talk to you how do you always how do you feel about the metroid series and, and prime four being announced
2: yeah
0: into lord sleep again
2: no what <laughs> I, sorry, I,
0: was I thought lord sleep returned. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, i'm here far- Yo, no. Okay, Metro, <laughs> Metro Prime Four. I never asked you like how you felt about like the Metroid series in general, and like um, you know, not when you heard about the announcement for Four, and now this possibility of an online component in Metro Prime. So, uh, what do you feel about all this?
5: Well, first thing uh, before I even go into this is, uh, King, you can't talk for this whole segment because I know you're gonna talk. <laughs> and, uh, I don't want to. I don't feel like hearing it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really play any of the older ones because I was too young. I started with Metroid Prime. King, shut up! (laughs) uh, I'll try Metroid Prime Four. I mean, uh, these days, like, there's very few of Nintendo's. IPs that I actually mess with these days.
0: Yeah, I can tell you've cooled on your switch. Like you've cooled big time. I can tell. All right. All right. I see. I see where you at with it. Lord solve uh, Lord King, what do you got to feel about these uh, new ones?
4: Why 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 would you think I would talk through in your segment? <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I, I mean, I just I just that, that was really random, but I understood <laughs> that you if you came in on playing any Metroid game, it would be prime um so of course uh, your perspective on the series would be a little bit different than mine's i like i started when it was you know the 2d uh you know Find everything, you know, open up this segment to get to that segment type of thing, backtracking game. Mm. And when they went to the Prime format, which was still backtracking, it was still a great game, the first person stuff. Sorry. Um, the
0: chat is, is, is regurgitate Lord Sleep is back. <laughs> I'm
4: sorry. <everybody> <laughs> yeah, they're I, I not Lord Sleep for a while. It was just bad <laughs> yeah, They're terrible. But um, <laughs> no, I, I, I want to see Prime. I want to see what evolution is going to be because that uh, crap that they released. Released on the 3ds, the the wetting of the bed that they put out there, <laughs> where uh, Federation
3: they, Force. Yeah,
4: just take <laughs> that. No, I'm I'm not. But I understood it was a test ground for a multiplayer. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what Nintendo does is uh, sometimes they throw out a game, a random game with a, a good name on top of it to see if it you know sticks. Uh, that's one of the games that you will forget about. You know. Um, sometimes the games hit like the zelda cross swords remember that like it's four zeldas running around on screen so that was kind of weird but they tried to do it again with the metroid type of thing and they just wanted to see what works and what they can push going forward like uh sam said lord sam said it's it's games as a service nintendo understands and they see people making money over a long period of time off of one product and what Sorry. Nintendo's never did was drop the price of their games, mm-hmm. but now they can implement parts in their games with DLC that can get more money and more value out of games. I think Nintendo sees that, they're going for that, and they're going to probably do it better than everyone else, being that their system is on dual format.
0: No doubt. Shout out to Chris Colbert. He's going <laughs> so hard on Lord Attic right now.
4: <laughs> he said, yeah,
0: he's but he awake on Planet X. <laughs>
4: Wow! Wow! wow. They coming for you, Lord Alec. Oh man, they coming for you, <laughs> Lord to? Why don't you know? come address me on planet <laughs> Earth? Oh, the young
0: boy! <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So, yeah, in general, so... was it Lord Did you chime in on this?
3: No, no. I mean, King pretty much took the words out of my mouth there. I think, uh, you know, that Federation force was a test bed for this sort of stuff. Even back in the day on the DS, Metroid Prime Hunters, um. Mm-hmm. It's something, I think when you talk about games as a service, Prime, Prime is that series that's, that's, that's perfect for it. It's a first-person shooter. Um, you can create a lot of content around that and keep people coming back besides the Sinclair campaign. Um, I, think, I, I think Metroid, it, it's a perfect opportunity for them to take Metroid and elevate it to the level that a lot of people see it at, but it's not really at, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of the public consciousness. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. And adding online is is an obvious choice.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and what's interesting is that I mean they've made statements indicating that what they're going to do with their online in general is going to blow you away. So mm-hmm. I you know I don't know Nintendo to be to to be hyperbolic about stuff and make statements like that. So I'm I'm interested to see what it is that they're doing with their service and how that specifically is going to apply to Metro Prime Four. Should mm-hmm. be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I want to jump in too. I mean, this is kind of interesting. I'm kind of—it's funny as much as I'm—I'm I'm joking with Lord Addict and you know whatever. But it's just like, oh, shout out to oh the original NLGs in the chat. Oh man, Yo. Yep. bullets, man. Good to see you. It's interesting because um, I'm I'm kind of as much as I'm clouded, Lord Addict, a little bit. I'm in the same boat because my Nintendo history with Metroid is not that deep. Like I've played them obviously a couple, but I've never really got like in depth. So when I heard about this and then. I feel about this way i feel also like i feel like the only thing lacking as far as genres for nintendo is fps mm-hmm. now obviously we know doom came out we know wolfenstein god bless their souls how they gonna do that part <laughs> you know what i'm saying but um, <laughs> i should have looked at it
2: <laughs>
0: so it's like i it always feel like that's the only thing and you know let's be honest like for the xbox that's a lot of hardcore fps that's a big thing so i think that genre definitely needs to be addressed. So it, I heard they were
4: supposed to have a Labo function. You were supposed oh. to put the backpack of the <laughs> uh, cardboard on and put it around your head to be the VR <laughs> cardboard. Yeah, I,
3: I wouldn't put it past them. You know it. what's funny? I,
2: I would not
0: put bad. it past them, and I would be put it past the fact that it would be successful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's
3: going to be going to come with a free Labo. <laughs> you, you think about the thing about prime is that when you look at the campaign the campaign isn't your standard fps just your, your campaign yes. is, is very much a standard metroid game in first person format so it, it doesn't lend itself to to, the, to to like sort of multiplayer stuff so anything multiplayer in terms of you know pvp would have to be something more in the vein of a regular fps and that's what brings people back in right mm-hmm. so i think that's my thinking like whatever multiplayer is It's going to be more in the vein of a traditional FPS because whatever Metroid Prime is as a campaign is much different to a regular FPS.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, for me, it's one of those things that I'm very curious about this because I, let's be honest, like Metroid is also as great as it is. It's not really the selling franchise for Nintendo, right? Their IPs, It really doesn't do like a Mario or Zelda, you know, so I feel this online component could be pretty huge, you know, because you are given longevity to the game, you know? Right. So I'm very curious to see how they attack it. And then on a side note, you know, I definitely am curious about the, you know, the Namco involvement. You know, this guy obviously has done ace combat before, see how that goes. And we haven't really got into this. What does what do the Lords feel about this Ridge Racer 8 exclusive to Switch stuff? Like, yeah, that's well, us where I left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk to me, Lord Sam. Where you at with that?
1: Um, I'm gonna be honest, I have no idea where I'm at with that. <laughs> I, I really, really don't know what to say, meme potential aside. Yeah. Let's just wait and see what happens. There's not really as much evidence, not as much smoke for a good fire going there, but who knows? I mean, stranger things have happened, so let's just curious, hold back.
0: I hear you, I hear you. I'm curious for Lord oh, King I'm because I know Lord King, me and you you know in our early playstation days ridge racer was like that was that deal remember when ridge Racer was that deal it, with yeah, it, but it's,
4: it's not that deal anymore so the mm-hmm. fact that it latches on to a console that can revitalize it and name because i think need for speed revitalized its name uh by coming out with different iterations of it like you know just different ways to play it and they got a little um pocket that they're in now Ridge Racer needs that same pocket uh, on the go. Can it be the best racing game on the go? Yeah! that will be crazy, right? That feeling of Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer is back. You know, what I'm afraid of, it'll probably be Ridge Racer HDR Remix. Um... And you know this time it had tires. When <laughs> we found out it didn't have tires, oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> um, this... <laughs> it was just a spinning texture. <laughs> <laughs> it was Crazy! It was the most bizarre thing that we saw on the PlayStation Two. And we <laughs> shout out to Lord Rick who, who's passed away, but yeah. he showed me that the car didn't have any wheels. That oh. um,
0: <laughs> which version yeah, is this?
4: It, That was the Ridge Racer Two for the PlayStation Two Ridge Racer whatever version came off of uh, PlayStation 2. Now, when you play the game and you're in the car mode, right, the car bump is so close on the screen that you don't see the tires. But if you angle it in a position, you can notice that there's no back tires to that car. So, I mean, it was a polygon that they felt that they didn't need to put in. But hopefully this, this Switch one will harken back to those days and bring back those memories. Show the Lord nigga doing the back. voice.
2: Really?
0: Ridge Racer. <laughs> oh, man, that brings back memory. I mean, it's just funny because I i guess I've fallen off so much off a of Ridge Racer due to Forza. We all know Forza is, for the most part, the king. And uh, oh, you better get it in the chat, Lord King. As Lord Sinister is there, he's defending his PUBG honor. Um, I don't know what
4: he's talking about because I have people, actual factual people that was there that can. Singer could sit there and defend me himself. Singer heard the whole thing. Singer was in the party with us. Singer was there when me and 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 Sinister landed together. We landed together, and he talked tail, turned yellow belly and ran on the king, man. We was duffing one person. It wasn't like we were in a battle of four. Sing it was a Valley, four. A No, side. man. It was, a, it was a jumping. We were jumping someone he got punched in the mouth and shot in the belly and said, I'm out of here, king. Do it yourself. <laughs> well, no, man. I, the king had Don't to really G.I. Joe did the moment.
0: you on show to so defend yourself because when you do oh. have a history of doing go, no, ahead he's, of people. No, he's,
4: leave, leave him alone he can't defend that i had to dive out a window and go get my life together while he got murdered so that's <laughs> back, it
2: back to rich
0: racer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say was that um, the only thing is like i remember when it used to be Off like a graphical showcase title yeah. It like was. when the playstation came out when the vita came out ridge racer was the title you put on and you, mm-hmm. you was like yes this is graphical good it was arcade style it had the drifts, mm-hmm. but it was always that graphical kind of goodness you
3: know it what was I mean? one it was, of the first games that was improved upon the arcade board with the mm-hmm. ps1 it was better at home and it was the showpiece uh, apart from like toshinden it was the showpiece but yes. for, for the ps1 um yep. it, I mean to to kind of echo what King said. I had mentioned this to you before, um, mm-hmm. uh, Cognito. That it's like to me, the Switch is the perfect test bed for dormant franchises to make a mm-hmm. comeback, and Ridge mm-hmm. Race is perfect for that. I mean, for any any third party developer, right, that doesn't mm-hmm. that whose current slate will not be able to fit on the Switch, well, you know, for power reasons or whatnot, and it has franchises that are dormant, but they know they want to put something onto the Switch and not mm-hmm. just make it a port. It's ideal for these for these uh, franchises that haven't been used for a bunch of years to see, you know, to see where it goes. And Ridge Racer, there was nothing wrong with Ridge Racer, apart from the fact that the the field became so crowded that, you know, there's no there was no place for it. But on the switch by itself.
5: Why not?
0: No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, man. I mean, I I hear what the Lord's are saying. It's going to be interesting to see how it does. But, you know, back to Metroid, I'm, I'm very excited about this online component. You know, even if they just do like some type of, um, I don't know, what is it, 6v6, you know, 30 frames. I'm, I'm good with the 30, you know, as long as it has some deep mechanics and, you know, just to keep that game alive. And I think, like you said, Laura, so like keep my game as a service at doing something. I, th- I think this is strategic for, for uh, what you call it specifically for Metroid specifically, because they have to do something to kind of reinvigorate that from a sales perspective. It needs to sell more you know what i mean that kind of thing so uh yeah man that's what i got on uh metroid prime for anything else for the Lords before we move on all right so um we're gonna go on to the next topic we got uh the xbox one just made an announcement i know uh the tick has actually went into it so we'll talk about this briefly the uh 1440 support it's been come, It's going to come very soon. It's in the preview program right now. So people with the 1440p monitors can get some love. They don't have to get the, uh, the down sampling. And then the second thing I wanted to bring to the table was uh, Unreal Engine. There's been some um, controversy <laughs> in these streets with uh, Unreal Engine. Um, exhibit A <laughs> will be, um, I believe, there's a developer that goes by the name Italian developer Milestone. They're coming out with kind of like a rally racing style game. It's called Gravel, and um, I believe it's coming to all platforms: Xbox One, Xbox One X, and this is using the Unreal Engine. Now, one of the surprising things that the um, what you call the uh, that made was that he said they were asked you know, will HDR support, you know, be on, you know, all the platforms? And he said, yes, it will be supported on PC and PS4, PS4 Pro only. (laughs) So at that point they were asked again, like, can you explain why HDR won't be available on Microsoft's console? So their answer was that that when the dev started that the Unreal 4 didn't support (coughs) HDR on the platform yet. And that's the reason behind the absence. So that's exhibit A exhibit b shout out to lord kaibatsu we have been on harada <laughs> we've been on his bumble we've been on his neck about tekken 7 and when the xbox one enhance will come because as we know the ps4 pro does have an enhancement i believe it gets it up to about 1080p so correct me if i'm wrong lord sam i'm, I'm not sure but I, I don't believe it's 4k on um ps4 pro no it's but not. um yeah it's not right so, um yeah, so basically Harada for the first time after radio silence and tweets after tweets about what's going on with Tekken 7, as we all know, it used the Unreal Engine, and um, he said basically <laughs> that it will require a hefty update, you know, due to the new hardware inside the Xbox One X and the way memory is accessed. He said the spec is enough because obviously Tekken 7 is um compatible 4K compatible with Steam, but he said, again, it requires a significant update to the Unreal Engine. And there is no plans for taking S7, Xbox One X enhancements on the radar right now. So I want to bring this to the Lords. Obviously, we know about the 1440p stuff, but I really want to also dig in on this Unreal Engine situation. And what do we feel about whether it's the dev or whether it's the Xbox One X, you know, about this whole thing with having to optimize games on it? Let's start with Lord Sam, our guest.
1: Okay. so obviously it's not going to be the exact same scenario no matter what it is the reason Unreal Engine is so incredibly popular aside mm-hmm. from the fact that it's very open source you can modify a lot is because again the fact that it's so open source you can modify the bejesus out of that thing that's why mm-hmm. it's so popular particular for third party games and third person mm-hmm. games very easy to use engine very easy to learn how it's recommended to beginning programmers alongside Unity you can do some impressive stuff I'm Mm going to be careful how I say this. Um, I think it's going to come down to effort. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it depends on what customizations you've made. Like, okay, I don't know the details of what Tekken 7 is doing, what customized code they've gotten there. Maybe that makes certain things more difficult than others. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. Mm -hmm. Gears of War 4... Thank on you. Unreal Engine two, you stole my point. And the now, granted, the coalition are wizards of software and hardware, and they, they that have is some true. of the best, most talented devs on the planet, in my opinion. When it comes to the technology, Gears of War four, as far as I'm concerned, is the most optimized game on the planet. Mm. It runs well, like a well, G- king. Will agree with you. Xbox One <laughs> incredibly well in the was- Windows Store. I'm no.
4: sitting here smiling behind you. That is the razor yeah. Ra beaming behind you. It's <laughs> <laughs> L- L- a beautiful says,
0: moment. You don't know what yeah. you just did with that statement based on ILP50 that went down. That's all I got to say. Continue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, Gears of War four got an update that lets it run at well over 1080p, 60fps, HDR. And not just any HDR, mind you. It had HDR in the beginning with the mm. S, but incredible high-quality HDR, some of the best implementations mm. oh in any game. Look, 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 see, you got to so, stop right now, because you do really get <laughs> <stopping laughs> the flame between Lord <laughs> Saul and Lord Saul. <laughs> <Lord laughs> I implore all the people in the
0: chat <laughs> <app>. to listen <laughs> to ilp 50 <laughs> There was a segment between Lord Saul it, and Lord it, it, King versus HDR, and it was Gears of War 4 versus Shadow of the Colossus, and, man, it was intense. And Lord, so, Lord Sam is out here stoking the flames.
3: Uh, I'm talking about on Lord Xbox. Sam was so I'm not, no. Sam is no, no, no. hanging out with, like with anchors. I don't know. He,
4: he might have oh. gotten born with anchors. All right. Anchor <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, reel it back in. Come out, Come on. He's going to reel it back and He's going to say exactly what I said. The <laughs> Shadow Colossus is great for them.
1: Okay. <laughs> we're talking about on the Xbox platform here because that's where the discussion <laughs> was. Okay? True, it's true. Here's yeah, we're what we're talking about. It has incredible <laughs> HDR implementation. It's an incredibly well-optimized game, and it uses Unreal Engine 4. At the same time, the Coalition are some of the most talented devs when it comes to hardware on the planet. So it comes down to the developer and how, much, how many resources they're willing to pour into it, whether or not they think it's worth it. That's what it comes down to, no,
3: no doubt. Said, I mean, What's Harada that? said it. Harada said it that it's it's going to require a lot of work. He didn't say it's impossible. He didn't True. say True. It, we can't do it. He said it's going to require a lot of work. And then, so therein lies, you know, the the question: How much work is he going to? Is he willing to put in at this point? You know, mm-hmm. they're working on Soul Caliber. You know, they're working on other things like mm-hmm. so. It's just a matter of whether they think it's worth it to pour the resources into doing this for this particular platform when it's easier to do on the other platform at this point in time. Um, it's it's the same thing I was saying. Like when it, when this first came out, I'm like, wait a minute. He said HDR isn't available for the platform yet, and I'm like, well, HDR was implemented on the on Xbox before PlayStation. Period. Like, so mm-hmm. what do you mean it wasn't available for the engine? The engine, the first taste of HDR that the engine had was on Xbox. Like it, it doesn't make any sense. It, it to me, it was just like it's it's a matter. I don't. I never want to call anybody lazy.
0: Right. But Absolutely. We want to refrain from that. We want to refrain from that. But, it's, but it is it, confusing? Isn't
3: it? It is very confusing because they make it seem like it is this this mountain <laughs> of, of, of a technical feat. Right. And, and it just doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense to me. It really it, doesn't.
0: Shout out to Dev Singer chat. He correct me, correct him if he's wrong. He's saying Fortnite has HDR and that's unreal engine.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: There, there's yeah. just
0: some there's just some confusion I have here I now. can tell I,
4: you what it is.
0: Talk to all or We oh, got it. it's it, it's yeah. Illuminati
4: It's not even that. It's, it's you know what they did? They said, All right, let's slap this together. They probably had a couple of develop developers working on it. They said, Let's slap this together. And they thought that it was gonna fly under the radar. They was trying to do it like how they moved back in the days. Mm-hmm. You can't move like that anymore. Mm-hmm. These dudes are dissecting every last patch every last dlc every piece of code you have people digging through code to look at what was thrown away to say oh he didn't do this they're calling devs out now Mm -hmm. so no more of that and i'm not calling any dev lazy Mm -hmm. what i'm trying to tell you is Don't put it out if it's not ready. Don't have bake anything if it's not ready Mm -hmm. because you will be dragged through these streets and these Mm -hmm. guys with these tiki torches and these khakis are not playing. (laughs) You understand? Did he turn something that was supposed to be a positive into a complete negative? Mm -hmm. How would you say that Unreal Engine 4 Oh, you know, it's real hard to put the HDR in it. Retard? Let me explain one part to you. It's baked into the system. Mm. So when you say that, and you have other games using Unreal Engine, and your game can't, you're looking wrong. You're looking bad. So they should mm-hmm. they, they shouldn't have baked it. They should have just waited. Now
3: mind, you, like, now mind you, Tekken Seven on Xbox One
2: mm-hmm.
3: was undercooked from the beginning. From the beginning. It was like yeah, seven twenty. It was like seven twenty. It just seemed like the, the same amount of effort was not put in to get it at least closer uh, to up to speed with the PlayStation version. So okay. from the beginning, so at this point, it just seems like it's a, and then shout out to Lord Brap because he sort of echoes what I said, like dev costs, mm-hmm. they're yes. looking at it from a business perspective saying, okay,
2: mm-hmm. at this point
3: in the life cycle of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Is it worth it putting this amount of money and resources into it? Mm-hmm. Who's going to still be playing this game?
0: But here's the thing, look. Here's the thing, Lord. Soft. And this is where I slightly disagree is because we've all seen since the Xbox One X has jumped out. Right. right. We've all seen that. Digital Foundry is the first to jump on these patches. It's almost free publicity <laughs> to get an Xbox One X patch. And they do these comparison videos, right? Uh-huh. To the point where you got, you know, other devs correcting stuff. If anything goes wrong, it wasn't optimized right. Shout out to EA and Titanfall. I mean, Respawn. <laughs> Remember when they had a the little snaffle, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, at first. So it's just like, it. Ju- I just struggle with the whole idea of like, Okay, from the de- I'm not saying it's not expensive. You you may be absolutely right, Larsar. Like it could be a dev cost thing, but I just struggled that. Like by not patching Tekken Seven on Xbox One X, like how does that benefit you? I, like I I just don't see it. You know what I mean? As far as like with, if it if it was a patch, I could see so much pub coming to it. People, it kind of revitalizes the game. People look playing, look like Lord Sand, like he's going back to Witcher right now.
3: Mm -hmm. oh yeah that was one of those games you're right
0: exactly he's going way back people are digging in the crates on the xbox one x just to see what a 4k enhancement can be can be and my thing is okay even if they can't do 4k or 1440p can we get it to 1080p i mean Mm -hmm. bro it's 1080p like can we at least get that i just feel like again i don't want to say lazy never want to disrespect a dev and you know shout out to the lord of computer science lord salmon here i will never do that you know we're techies but it just feels odd to me that they look at it like this it would yes. be a benefit
1: you you can per, you can call it out it's perfectly acceptable to call out the decision as very odd in particular yes. when there's other contradictory examples out there Exactly.
0: this is so strange to me lord addict i know you're not the biggest teching guy but like where are you at as far as this whole thing You know, as far as Unreal and, you know, devs, you know, as far as the Namco situation and also this game Gravel, I believe that's uh, supposed to be has HDR on PS4, but not on Xbox.
5: Uh, I guess if people want to take pitchforks for them, let them.
0: (laughs) You have no bearing on this. You you can't not.
5: (laughs) What what if it was a game highlighted about a game, but it's gameplay. I'm tired of that. I understand. 100%. I understand. But he's not
4: okay. He's coming from a standpoint where he doesn't have 4K and he doesn't have oh HDR, <laughs> so it's not in a in 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 his wheelhouse to say Even I really care we about, about that. Even when we were talking
5: about 1080P mm-hmm. and I had a 1080P TV, I was still the same way. Mm-hmm. i tired of p- developers looking about more what a game looks like than what it plays like. No, I understand that about what uh,
0: you know your your priorities. But my question is based on the format of what we've seen so far. We've been seeing like all these titles getting announced that are supposed to be Xbox One X enhanced, right? But for whatever reason, you know, this particular title, when we've seen other examples, when, you know, games have been, you know, upgraded even on PS4 Pro, you you don't have any issue on that. You have any stance on that.
2: mm <laughs> really
0: Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Chat. He's like, Guy, guys, remember it's a small group of gamers going back to patch games so he's just saying mm-hmm. from, from, a, from a resource standpoint he's saying that might be a factor any other lords want to jump in before we move on
2: Mm-mm.
0: all right everyone's good all right so that's what i had on that and the oh actually we didn't really talk about what the lords felt about the uh 1440p monitor functionality at it for our Xbox One X is in preview program right now. Oh,
4: Anything that they add to um, give other options, give you more options to any game, mm-hmm. I love it. I'm I'm down with it. If uh, more resolution modes is available to help whoever has what to get the best out of their game and their television setup and their audio setup, yes, I'm mm-hmm. I'm down with all of that.
0: Absolutely. All yeah. right, we are going to move on, Lord King. You've been out here in these PUBG streets. What's going on? <laughs> All
4: right. So um, pub G is doing record numbers and everybody's, you know, playing this game in droves. You have teams. You have everybody's getting on this game. So and it's in the preview program and constantly what I receive from people talking to me and tweeting and and getting at me. Uh, did they patch it up? Mm. Did they do this? Uh, did this happen to it? Because maybe they got on the game and they didn't like it was herky-jerky in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Maybe they get got on the game and they didn't like the resolution in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But the game has been constantly evolving week to week uh, with updates like regularly. Uh, That's fixing and enhancing the gameplay. They're changing stuff around because they listen to what's working and what's not working. Remember, it's coming from a PC pick space to a console space. Mm -hmm. So in doing so, you have to change other things around, tweak other things because the gameplay is completely different when you're playing against PC uh, and console. Now, My thing is, being that if games are in the preview program, should they have a higher level of transparency to show a roadmap going forward so the investors and people that are investing in the game can have confidence in the game that the game is going to move forward at a timely fashion, like different checkpoints. This time, we will be here. At this time, we should be here. And if they are not at that point should they be held to a different standard because some games go into development and they don't have to go under the scrutiny but if you put your game out and you're asking for money for your game while it's being developed shouldn't you be held to a higher standard mm. and a, a higher level of transparency mm. going forward
2: mm.
0: lord sam what do you feel i guess Lord <laughs> oh, let's on us he's muted all right. Any other little? Look, Sam
2: is the new Lord, Lord of Sam Sleep. sleep.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have moved the title. Over. Yeah. <laughs> songs, you jump in? yeah, definitely. Um, I think any game in, in a preview program should have a roadmap for people who purchase, who buy into the game at an early stage, and have an, they should give them an indication of where they want to take the game. Now, in terms of giving them. Um, concrete points that they're going to be at at specific time frames, I think that's a little tougher. I mean, I, when you talk about resources and how they, how they use those resources as the money comes in mm-hmm. and team size, stuff like that, as it fluctuates, it's, it's not an easy thing to, to give set goalposts and say, we're going to be here at this time because chances are they're going to disappoint people with that. But I just think, I do think a general roadmap for where they want to take the game mm-hmm. does wonders to keep people invested in your vision for the game mm-hmm. and be willing to you know have a willingness to keep giving you money. Because when you look at something like Ark, right? When Ark had that, it initially came out, it had a roadmap for where it was going initially. And then when they announced that they were charging, they, were, they had DLC and they wanted you to pay for that in addition to that, right? Some people went up in arms, but at the same time, it was it was a a fork in the road from the initial roadmap that they had Mm -hmm. so when they when they saw what the content was and when they saw where they wanted to take it you know obviously people were miffed at having to pay extra money for it but at the same time they understood that they wanted to take it to a place where they felt the players would be happy with the game or happier with the game Mm -hmm. so um I, i think it's in their best interest to give as much of a detailed explanation of what they want to do with that game in the long term and where they want to be. And I just think it gets people like King who who who's not who generally doesn't subscribe to stuff like this, it would get you more invested and more uh willing to drop that cash on on something that's unproven.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, fair enough fair enough. Yeah, I mean this this is this is a good one. Um I love I love this topic, my Lord King, because um we we all get into the whole game preview ethics so to speak right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um you know we're paying for a price for a game that's in preview but at the same time you know what obligation does the dev have to the community to let them know and i think i'm gonna i'm of the mindset right now where it's like i feel they kind of have to do if you're not gonna do a roadmap, kind of like like shout out to Bungie now who's finally kind of really implementing that that we got of see okay this date we're getting this this date we're getting that you know i think even like a developer blog or in, on your twitter feed with the community you kind of got to keep them up to breast as i think this is like the community manager's job like he has to get out in front really say what's going on with this preview program and um you know I, I, that's just where i'm at with it because here's my thing with pubg i love pubg My thing is I'm Mm -hmm. with Lord King in the sense like what's next? What what's going to be the end game? Like talk to me about things, at least talk to me about future plans for the franchise, for where you want to go with it, or, you know, Hey, we experienced this. And again, it's weird to give Bungie credit right now with all the snafus of destiny Two. But you know, what we've been, when I've been doing these flashpoints with Lorde Bontis is that this is what they're finally doing. This is what we've been wanting for the longest. Tell us what we're getting, what you, at least if you can't give us a hard and fast commitment date, at least tell us, OK, this is, you know, spring of what you, we're looking to add this. This is when we're hoping to reach these these deadlines or guidelines and stuff like that. So that's what I got. What do the rest of the Lord feel about this?
1: No, I agree. I mean, even again, the game I talked about much earlier, Hunt Showdown, which is in a closed testing alpha. It's years away from being completely finished. They still have a roadmap of the features right. types of weapons yes. and all the different stuff they're going to be adding. Now, I love PUBG okay i love it i play multiple games almost every single day if i can it's fantastic if you're with a squad there's really nothing quite like it Mm -hmm. it is in preview it is yes Mm -hmm. that being said it behooves the devs especially after the success they've had but even if they hadn't been successful Mm -hmm. to show players what it is they can look forward to like is this it that's not necessarily a bad thing but just be honest and tell us. Is this it? Right. Is it? All we're going to get is new maps, new guns, new, maybe a couple of new vehicles here and there. But it's going to be the same gameplay loop. Or are you going to be doing something crazy? Are you going to have mm-hmm. five teams of 20, you know, like a Mad mm-hmm. Max setting with dozens of vehicles in an empty oh, desert plain? Tell to. us. Just mm-hmm. tell us what you're doing. Give us a basic idea. Don't con- We're not going to put you on a time constraint. That's the entire point of game preview. Mm-hmm. That's the entire point is it removes the time obligation. It does not remove the clarity obligation.
0: Right. Absolutely. So I see you want to jump in.
3: No, no, real quickly, just on, on that the desert map stuff. Um, as it's been seen, like people have been sort of leaving PUBG from on uh, the PC side because they're not happy with the desert map. The desert map doesn't have enough cover, things like that. I mean, to the point where people are actually removing the INI files from their install so that they automatically get pushed to the to the island map and don't get pushed to the desert map. So in a way, the PC is serving as a test bed for Xbox preview of what they're gonna do. So again, the clarity in the clarity in the messaging in the roadmap is essential to let people know where you're taking the game obviously it's a map they put in the game at some point it's coming to xbox but mm-hmm. maybe it comes with some adjustments mm-hmm. based on what's um, what's being seen on the pc side facts so it's important
0: yeah shout out shout out to lord Brap in the chat he, he just dropped a bomb he's like you know what's the incentive for blue hole to show us an end game or any of these things when people are still buying the game in game preview so he's attacking that aspect. What do laws think about that?
1: That question answers itself. The fact that yep. people are buying it in droves is the incentive. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. the point of game preview. Mm-hmm. It's a success. Build on that. Be clear. If not, yeah. people will move yo, on.
4: Yo, wait if a second. Not.
1: Yo, anchor,
4: time out, time out, time out, time out, time <laughs> out. I, I was going in with Requeno talking about the fight, talking about Sean Porter as an athlete. He's not really a boxer. And Danny would KO him. Uh, that That's answering you, Requeno. But anchor, you sitting here trying to poach my people, bro? You trying to poach my people talking about you be swimming in chicken dinners? You have never soloed no chicken dinner. You have... Re- I, if, if, if your team will ever step on a map where my team exists, we will wipe you off the map. It wouldn't be no dinner for you. You will starve for the week. Don't even... Talk to my squad. Don't even look at my squad.
2: All
4: right, Death. Death alone will take out your squad. I alone will duff you out with my hands and put my guns in my pockets. So you really need to stop talking to my squad. Talk about join me and get off King Team. Stop that. (laughs) He out there trying to poach poach. there Poaching my squad. And you know what they said, right? They're looking at you like you crazy. You're nuts.
0: I gotta get... Oh my god. I I don't know what's going on in these PUBG streets.
4: (laughs) When... Yo, and I'm gonna tell you this, Anchor, and this is the gauntlet being thrown down all over your podcast. I'm telling you right now, the day they implement that, I can pick who I fight against, I'm fighting against your squad, and we're gonna murder y'all wholesale, and we're gonna Twitch stream it. (laughs) I'm letting you know it now, because you said something before, like, oh, you the king of predictions that didn't happen. I predict this. We're gonna Murder you wholesale, and I'm gonna kill you first. He
0: said you to kill my girl He said Yanker Man is the true king of Wakanda.
4: <laughs> That's right. And I'm gonna throw you over. And you know what? I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because a lot of people didn't see the movie, but you understand how that went. And the movie's gonna go differently if it was me. <laughs>
2: oh my
4: god.
2: <laughs> what a lot of
0: savagery going on with Yanker Man. Man me the whole
4: <laughs> my squad is for real, bro. Man, basically, let me. You, trust me when I'm telling you this, you don't want none of this smoke. None of it. <laughs> we might have to do that. That might have to be a mixture yeah. Shout out to Rick Wren. That might have to be something with PUBG, man. the <laughs> smoke, smoke is real. You don't want none of it. <laughs>
2: oh, oh break. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the, the True King of Wakanda, PUBG Wakanda's here.
4: He ain't the True King of Wakanda. He understand oh, that. It's be- <laughs> all I do is <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: understand <laughs> that. What's going on? you fresh off of seeing Black Panther? What's going on? I,
6: I just got out of the
0: theater. I just got home. What's <laughs> so, up? I, I had to let you defend your honor. You've been <laughs> smirched throughout this entire podcast, so including me. I, I talked foully. I threw dirt on your name. Oh, uh, well, a lot <laughs> kids in here. So we got Black Panther stuff real quick. I know you just saw it. Uh, We're not going to do spoilers, that kind of thing. And then also you can, you can defend your honor with PUBG. The floor is yours, Lord Anchor. I have
6: no honor to I don't have to defend my honor. <laughs> if you seen if you've seen the end of PUBG or not the end of a uh, Black Panther, you know what happens. Yeah, you came out <laughs> looking
4: for the parlay and I'm not giving none. <laughs> understand, Man, understand, <laughs> understand, that's a rewrite. That's a Brian Singer rewrite. I will rewrite that right there. You
0: can come to the chat and everyone says language. <laughs> 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 I see my show. I think yo, shout out to your relevant native Oh my god, he's <laughs> killing me with the like, <laughs> it's so funny whenever the Lord slip up. Hey, we see anchor man coming and moderate us. That everyone loves it, so everyone, when Anchorman comes in, the, the theme is language. I love it.
4: <laughs> Yo, uh, anchor, your overall impressions of the movie just no, no spoilers. Just yeah, I know you're gonna save it for your show. Just a little slight impression how you felt of it, what it ranks, where's that with you as far as movies or just as far as a uh, uh, superhero movie yourself?
6: As a superhero movie, I really. It's unique enough. Like it, it, the the overall structure of the movie itself, it's not like anything particularly new, but it's it has such a unique spin on how the plot is achieved uh, and just everything. I, I walked away thinking like characters I didn't think I would enjoy. Yes, I walked away thinking like okay, imbaku.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. yeah because in the comics he's just some nobody guy like some mm-hmm. psych, second-rate villain kind of deal mm-hmm. like just to have some like civil tension in wakanda but they they make his character way more interesting mm-hmm. and they give him a little bit of redemption and i, I, I love that concept and uh, Daniel Kaluuya again in the most relevant movie of the year back to back yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> just, just, it, it
6: was excellent I, I walked away from it, and thinking this is entirely relevant, but it didn't. It didn't feel dated per se. There were there were a few little things like okay, some I was I was rewatching all the the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies mm-hmm. over the last week and a half. <laughs> Brad like, is like
2: spoilers,
0: spoilers. <laughs> don't, don't, don't
4: worry, Brad. He's not gonna say no, anything. It's not, this is not yeah. spoilers.
6: No, so I, I was rewatching a lot of the other ones, and a lot of them feel really dated. Like Iron Man Two feels really dated. Yeah, <laughs> already not yeah. really just in terms of structure and stuff but this one this one feels like it's a more prevalent like it feels like if you watch it feels like it requires a second viewing
4: mm-hmm.
6: yeah like yes. i think thor ragnarok didn't require a second viewing i agree um uh, there were, a lot of the more recent stuff does not require a second viewing per se but the winter like soldier requires that. a
0: second and third viewing <laughs>
4: Yeah, those, those movies that. those those Lord movies Akers. did yeah those movies did jesus yeah. Disrespecting us. All right, I but think. all right. So now you <laughs> and poaching. What's up with what's what's up? What's up? What, what <laughs> you think, yo, do you honestly think if I poach anybody off your squad, they won't leave? If they hang with me, if they listen listen and this is a fact. If they hang with me for one day, it's over. They're never going back to you. <laughs> <laughs> my nah, squad is not you gonna leave. leave me. My realize. jokes, my jokes is to for realize. real. You gotta really understand. Like my jokes is for real. So <laughs> they will get. I'm totally different. Like y'all hear me in the podcast, and y'all know this is oh, PG. Yeah, yeah. Me. a different this ILP is, king. On, <laughs> this on Xbox is PG king. <laughs> when you get in the room and you play with me, add me on Xbox, and I guarantee you is a fun fest time. You will not go back to anchor. I'm
6: never <laughs> no, again but oh, Sam can vouch for this Sam's on the squad Oh. Where I, we? I bet you Sam play with me. He won't be on your money. squad no more. I can
4: give that. I, I'll, I'll, I'll hand that out to, uh, to Sam. Sam, add me. Come play with me for today, tomorrow, whenever you want, whenever you like. I guarantee you'd be like, "Yo, anchor, this is kind of boring. I'm going to hang out with King." He's fun. <laughs> <laughs>
6: right, I'll put this way: our matches are anything but boring. <laughs> <laughs> anchor does speak
1: the truth there. Our matches are not rote, tired. Oh, let's get this over with. Uh, uh-uh. no, I we want you. The fun.
6: We bring always. What was, what was was the was was like, what we were playing uh, last week? Or is it? It was on Friday. It was on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we were playing one match. And it, this is in the same match. I think about it. I got, I got every, when I play PUBG, every other match now, I get disconnected from the group. So I have to drop it a little bit later. Yeah. And so I, I have to make my way back to where the squad is. I don't drop with the rest of the squad. Mm-hmm. And so I, I normally make it back. I think I've maybe died twice out of the hundred drops or so uh, where I don't make it back to the squad. But uh, this last time we were playing, um, I think we dropped Shout your um, multi power plant.
0: Feet gang, that's me. Yes, yes. Yeah, barefoot gang. gang.
6: <laughs> Shout out, that's mm-hmm. awesome. us. <laughs> but uh, we we ended up doing it, and what was it? we? I picked up a jeep, but I didn't have any weapons, and so uh, Sam you know, this and know beard.
5: sounds boring. I gave
4: a story you that was super know. exciting, and you're just telling me about a jeep and you wandering back to a nation. No, no, no. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Let's get to it. Corner.
6: So the deal is that we're we're coming back, and so I'm I'm bringing the jeep over to pick them up, and we're we're like in we're like inside the city, and it, it's real close, real dense, and I can't really maneuver the jeep around too much, mm-hmm. and so I'm picking I just picked up undead, and I was about to pick up Sam I think, and so I'm um, I I see and there's a guy right there with a AK. And he's like oh snap and so undead jumps out of the jeep i jump out of the jeep undead's trying to like get position to cover i run up to him a bare fist and starts punching him in the face <laughs> <laughs> no weapon and he's just confused he's like what the hell's going on <laughs> So. And so I got I got him I got him kind of weak but like I got I got knocked down but <laughs> the dude was so confused.
4: So you just told me a story that you hopped out of the Jeep fisted and got shot and put on your knees. Now we
6: killed him. We killed him
4: <laughs> No no you didn't kill anybody because you was on your knees. No, this is this is what you're telling me right now, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> I can give you a scenario. I can give you a scenario when we stole a package and Brap sat there and got the chicken dinner. I can tell you that.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Right. I can tell you that Thank story you. I can tell you, you that you we, we actively Hunt packages I can tell you if but, you see but, a package but did you get the, We take but did a you
6: package get the chicken dinner?
4: Yes what? I've gotten chicken dinners See the thing is I get so many chicken dinners I don't have to sit there and take pictures and post them <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't you know why Because so no they, they, they're, they're just like it's, it's It's like oh chicken dinner <laughs> Shout out to, to Punch Monkey Punch squad uh, MVP he's in here he'll tell you Chicken no dinners—we eat well over here. No, no, but let trust me when I tell you, they will leave your squad to hang with me. <laughs> hey God, let yeah. me ask you this
0: question: Now yeah. we jumped on the, the PUBG uh, roadmap qu- topic. So, um, my question to you because I saw you made a comment about this that Long King has to suffer for 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 dropping his morals in, for the game. Yeah, preview I did. Program. I did. So, I yeah. Did. What yeah. do you feel <laughs> about this whole our topic in reference to preview program maybe being more transparent with roadmaps? Or, or should they be mandatory? What, what's your whole thought process on that?
4: In
6: general, I think for, for game preview games, I think having a roadmap is almost required. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it does need to have some sort of roadmap. I think a good mm-hmm. example is like, um, uh, what's the game? Um, oh, it was at of E3 2016. It went to game preview. It's still there now, but it's supposed to be getting out of there pretty quickly. We happy few? Um, yeah, we, we roadmap. And they, they show pretty regularly, like, okay, this is what the plan is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think for a game like that, where it's in there for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's about adding more content than anything else, I think, yeah, you should show a roadmap.
0: Now, my qu- next I question
6: like with PUBG, though, I don't really think they require a roadmap, because they, mm-hmm. they update it so frequently, and the game already came out of early access on PC. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And so we know it's coming out on Xbox, and it's just about more stability patches and adding that other map. We're done. Got gotcha. well, you. So, know you're,
0: what's so your, your feeling is as far as um a preview program in, in general, like you with the whole roadmap, but your whole thing is because PUBG has already been released on PC. This is a unique situation. We've already known what's happening over there, that there's no yeah. requirement on their end, even even to Lord Brad's point with the there's as far as incentive with the fact that they're making so much money and the success of PUBG.
6: I don't think they're obligated to when, when, a, when a game's already out on PC and it's already had its full release, mm-hmm. you know, what the ultimate goal is. Gotcha. <laughs> get it, get it to the PC version. Gotcha. And if you can, if you can do that, you have no need to have your own like officially stated roadmap because it should be apparently clear. Mm-hmm. But right. on the other hand, like if it's a game where it's like, okay, like as we have a few is the one I, I normally go to or um, the long dark where the game has not come out on any platform yet. It's on early access. I think you do need to have some sort of roadmap.
0: All right. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. So anybody you got anything left on the whole PUBG situation and the whose clan is better and all the <laughs> <kind> of stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: now what I would like is since it's on Xbox and you got everybody's got the squad because we all know squad is so much fun. Like squad yeah. is all oh squad God. is where it's at. Squad is where yes it's sir. at. I totally agree, saying Like, I would love them to have for the Xbox, like, really utilize you know the Azure and the cloud servers and be able to either host or get your own, you know, squads versus just squad. Yeah, or just yeah, private server, so we can just all be part of that one hundred. You know what I yeah. mean? Almost like a one versus 100 pub G. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's let's make that. That's a strength of the platform. Let, let's utilize it. I really hope with the success of this game, because it's so much fun. I watch Lord King all the time. I jump in there with you guys as much as I can. I see the crew. Lord Anchor, I've run with you as well. I see the crew. I see the fun. And how fun would it be? It would be like the entire tick network. You know what I mean? inside PUBG, mm-hmm. whatever. Like it, it would just be so I see, I think the potential of this game is so great. And I also just want end game stuff. No, no disrespect, you know, having a mock neck shirt and shoes. <laughs> it's nice. nice. But like just something else for from an end game perspective to keep you also coming back. Because it is so addictive. Well, we got loot
4: crates. You get your loot crates. Yeah
0: but I just want, uh, you know, more than cosmetic something. I, I just I don't. Want, I just want to see how they implement that. You know what I mean? Because we know Battle Royale is fun and it's addicting. I just also want like, I don't know, maybe some prestige kind of things to reward the people like you they guys. They will
4: always have to be cosmetic though, regardless to what. Yeah. You can't even start a match with something that gives you any form of advantage, for advantage because <laughs> it takes away from the whole of the game. The, the purity of the game, the real reason why I play this over Fortnite, mm-hmm. and this is the only reason why, At its super base level, it's in its purest form. The purest form is the fright of when you look over and you're falling out of the sky with your backpack and the guy opens his chute next to you. Now, you (laughs) say to yourself, am I going to run from this dude or am I going to confront this dude? And he's saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. And in that raw nature of it, That's where the complexity lies, because you have the flight or flight, fight or flight moment, and that's where that's where the game is at its best. And then your team comes into it, and your boy comes over and he helps you. Like Angus said, he got down on his knees, but his team took the dude out. How good did that feel? And you saying, "Pick me up, let's go, let's go." That felt great. You jumped in the jeep and you proceeded to go on and get the loot a house and the camaraderie. That you share in this game, I think it's the best team building because you get to learn people's tendencies. Yes, like you know, like I get in the, get in the tub. Uh, <laughs> yo, shout out to Lord Sinister for
0: brainwashing Lord Big Bad John. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? There's exploding. Just get the
4: tub. Take off all your gear. Now. (laughs) You you know if you come across a four-time scope and a sniper, who's the best sniper on your squad? You know who's the best rummager who will go out and clear out of town and let you know who's the scout, who's Mm -hmm. the rogue. So Mm -hmm. you also know who coordinates things or who's looking at the map and who's looking at the time. You get to a point where y'all are well-oiled machine. You're functioning at a level that it's beautiful. And then when they all come together and you get the chicken dinner, oh man, you just walk off the game and you like, woof. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm at a point with this game that I haven't been with a lot of games that is preventing me from playing games.
0: Yeah, that's what Lord Rand is saying. Lord Rand is saying the same thing. It's so addicting. It really is. It, and, and what I like about it is it's like quick burst. You could just get in, you keep going. And even if you, like like I said, when we played this week with uh, Lord Monkey, Lord Whiskey Week, Lord Whiskey played for the first time. And mm-hmm. it just died. And he, I heard him laughing so hard. And he was just like, yo, that was wild. Funny, what happened? <laughs> <laughs>
4: hmm. And he played <laughs> with me for the whole rest of the day. Yeah, man, absolutely. So, uh,
0: yeah, we all got excited about PUBG, so, you're going to move on. My last topic, Lord. All right, guys. Have a good night. No no, doubt. Thanks for that. I
4: want to talk to you later about um, Black Panther. So, me and you'll talk on the Xbox. Yo, that multiverse better be lit
0: and uh, them top five better get corrected tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Peace out, man. Love you, bro. All right. (laughs) Lord, soft. You are up. What is going on with the fighting game genre? Talk to us. Mm
3: Yeah, so my topic is actually a topic that I I poached from King from last week. (laughs) King was going, yeah, he was going to bring it up. He was going to bring it up, and then he changed his mind and brought up the Google Yeti. But um, and then the funny thing is when he brought it up, I didn't really see anything to it. I said, "Wow, why is he mentioned in this? This this is kind of news to me." And like Mm -hmm. in this in the subsequent week, though, like more stuff has come out that it kind of makes you wonder, like, what is going on with the fighting game genre? Mm -hmm. Um, so. This is the thing with me. I want to know from you guys, what do you think fighting games have to do at this point in time in order to stay relevant throughout the market? Not not, not necessarily not necessarily to the hardcore. The hardcore is going to stick to the fighting game genre. The fighting game genre is niche, but at the same time, you still have your hardcore that are there. But right. at the same time, when you see different models now, especially like with the news that um for honor is continuing to thrive after a lot of us thought that game was dead um they're on they're on season five of of, of content and they i mean they have a number of players playing that game and then when you Not look at a your,
4: true fighter it's,
3: yeah but it, i mean the one-on-one aspect is the star of that game though right besides yeah,
4: but it's an engagement game You can choose to engage or not engage, and you can engage where you feel like you add an advantage type of engagement. Well, that's part of
3: my question, though. That's part of my question. Do you think a traditional fighting game has to do that sort of stuff to stay relevant, especially amongst people that are not the hardcore? Mm -hmm. Does it need that that sort of, like, you know, that sort of grindy sort of loot thing Mm -hmm. that these games have in order to stay relevant with people that are not hardcore mm-hmm. fighters. Mm-hmm. And I and I say that because I mean like some of the stuff that King was was going to bring to the table mm-hmm. but Dragon Ball Z fighters kind mm-hmm. of lose 80%, 80% of his player base on the PC, right? And there there could be varying reasons for that. Um the the recent news of Marvel versus Capcom Infinite where um mm-hmm. it was it was omitted from the Capcom uh, uh World Championship Tour. It's omitted from Evo. And the word is that it's going to be removed from digital marketplaces by October. So I mean, the, the game is essentially an unqualified flop, mm, yep. especially especially for that series of games and how well they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, and in contrast, you look at For Honor, a mm-hmm. game that people thought it had a nice little, it had a nice little push at the beginning. It sort mm-hmm. of fell off, and they just keep supporting it, supporting it, and supporting it. Right, like I said, they're on season five of content and the player base just keeps growing. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you think has to be done with the, with fighting games in this day and age to continue to keep them relevant? And- mm-hmm this is good this is a good question yeah, yeah. I'll, I will let somebody jump else
4: on. jump in first because okay. I had information privy that's why I was bringing up the topic I had the information on the 80% I had the information on the evil I had mm-hmm. all the information on the fighting mm-hmm. genre within itself on a super decline it mm-hmm. has actually dropped uh, 50% uh from previous years so mm-hmm. um that's the only reason why i was bringing the topic up and being that it was near and dear to us iron lords our heart because mm-hmm. that was our crux of saturday's foundation fighting yeah i would will, I will like uh other people to go first because i have uh two examples of what's a complete failure
0: absolutely okay. Lord, Lord sam jump in bro all
1: right so very quickly i think personally that there's a few little <laughs> tweaks that can be made here or there, but ultimately for fighting games, it comes down to the same three words. Mm -hmm. Content, content, content. Accessibility is a factor. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people are sometimes put off by fighting games because they're afraid to jump in, but really even more than that, it comes down to how much content is being added. That's Mm -hmm. why For Honor is a very relevant example because that game has stayed strong. It has over 1 million unique players on all three platforms Mm -hmm. every single month. Because mm-hmm. they keep on adding more content. They keep on having more seasons, more characters, mm-hmm. more maps. All this different stuff that they add. Mm-hmm. Another big success story is Killer Instinct. That's mm-hmm. been a very, very big success. started off a little slow. Don't get me wrong. It had some quibbles and weebles <laughs> <see all> that <laughs> in the beginning. But they added content. They added mm-hmm. characters. They added the Shadow Lords mode and the story modes, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe it's had over 9 million, 10 million players. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's still going strong. So, conversely, look at the games that aren't going strong. They don't have a clear roadmap of what content's going to be added.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: They don't have a lot of stuff, Good
0: pardon point. me,
1: <laughs> for people to do at launch. Good point. That's look where at, they're at, suffering.
0: Not to cut you, 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 you're nailing it, Lord Sam, because look at um, what's going on with Injustice, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got people going crazy right now, at least what I see. Yep. I don't know how the sales numbers are, but I, I see the level of engagement. I see the level of excitement when they, they seem to drop these this this continually great content for, content for the game.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely saw way, way more interest in Injustice 2. I mean, after the initial hype month, obviously, May <laughs> last year. But after that, the most I've seen anyone talking about Injustice 2 is – when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were announced for it, which is fantastic, you know, that yeah. gets talking that gets people interested again.
0: hmm Absolutely, Lord King. Look like you wanted to, to attack this thing.
4: All right. Well, what I've noticed, like, because when I played uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, I thought it was amazing. But what I saw was a a severe lack of loved characters, and that goes into the owning of the IPs. When you have uh, omitted X-Men, which had been a staple mm-hmm. of Marvel versus Capcom before. When you remove Wolverine and Cyclops and Gambit and certain characters, uh you take away people that worked and cultivated those characters and built off of those characters and was looking forward to it. So those you took away sales. Mm-hmm. Um, when Disney owns Marvel, but don't own Fox. This is where licensees and problems and stuff comes in. That's where that game failed. So had that game had the original roster of characters, everyone that they were able to use, over 50-something characters, X-Men involved in everything, I think the game would have been a lot more successful because the storyline was great. Um, Injustice, this is an, uh, uh, a way of seeing that they have no problem with getting content and characters and, and pulling from this place and Hellboy from over here, uh, adding more DC characters like the Adam from over here. Then Teenage Ninja Min- Ninja Turtles was a complete surprise. So you was like, I definitely have to get this DLC because I've never seen them in a fighting game that was mm-hmm. realistic to this point, fighting Superman, Ninja Turtle fighting <laughs>
2: Did
0: you see <somewhere> much <laughs> put a screenshot I retweeted? They did a shell shock of the all four totals like smashing superman yes. <laughs> I, it. I was like yo i was tempted to get the game just off i was like yo that looks crazy
4: i played it this week and i mm-hmm. did the move and it was great it's like 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 lord sam says mm-hmm. content and when you give a clear roadmap to what's going to come out and people can invest in dlc because dlc is definitely the wave when it comes to fighters and then when you're building off of the aspect of if your friends have it or if you get online and you're by yourself is there other things for you to do? Can you build your characters? Can you put armor on your characters? I think Injustice in this day and age has nailed the fighting genre going forward. And I believe that should be the format in the way fighting games are used. Now, he did say For Honor. And I use I, I look at them in different uh, aspects. I look at it as a confrontational game because there's other things going around in the world. True. You can, true. You, yeah, you can fight stuff over here and then make it over here and control this part of the map. Mm-hmm. And you can fight this guy and take control of this map. So mm-hmm. there's other aspects and more things going on than mm-hmm. a traditional fighter. Sure. Like, sure. I I laughed at it in the beginning uh, because remember it was on rubber legs and I was calling it the Budokan of. Um, <laughs> Fighting game, because in the beginning, before it flushed itself out and it showed that it was able to stand the test of time, it was Budokan. Mm-hmm. Budokan was nice. Oh my God, we, the Budokan out of a right. we <laughs> we loved we love Budokan, oh but it was Budokan. God. But it evolved into its own entity now. That's what I'm saying.
3: So Mm -hmm. I completely agree with you guys on the content front. Obviously, adding more content and having a roadmap to let people know where you're going with the game is important because it keeps people invested. My thing is that: Do you think to 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 continue to have the genre expand and be and and opened up to more people that normally wouldn't be? In in, in in interested in that genre, and in turn, expanding the appeal of the genre in general. Do you think that they have to start doing something like in the vein of a For Honor where it's where they create that sort of living environment around the game rather than just
0: like mm. it's interesting you say that? I'll jump in because, um, I remember like some of during Tekken's hey they would have like these modes like a Tekken Force, right? Mm-hmm. And you would do these kind of quests like I, I even remember Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. And they would have that weapons master mode and you would, re- it, it felt like a quest game, right? And you would just go on and do these quests and it, it just added all these different depths and elements to the game. So I think, you know, that's why I used to love Namco so much because when I ever, Namco used to be still probably still one of my top, you know, that's it's just that like, I love the fact that when they put out a fighting game, it wasn't just the fighting game and that was it and you were done. Mm-hmm. You had all these other modes and things and going on. And I know they didn't subscribe to DLC and stuff at the time. But, um, yeah, it just always felt like it added life to the game. So I think I think Lord Sam's on it. I think it's, it's one of those things that you have to make it a beefier presentation. Right. You also have to considerably like DLC for fighting games. Specifically, DLC is very important. Yeah, Very yeah. important. You, I mean, look at what the turtles are doing. I, I look at what you know for injustice, and you look at when they announce like these really cool left field characters. Man, it's it's really, really something that invigorates the franchise. And um, I think that's the model you gotta go. I mean, as far as now, you are you going like games as a service? Solve like what? What are you? Where are you also thinking about it?
3: Yeah, something like that. Honestly, just to like I said, to expand. the the player base in such a way that you would attract people to this type of game that you normally wouldn't. Because my thing is this, like every single platform has its its, its plus and minuses, right? When you look at Dragon Ball Z falling off 80% on PC, my immediate reaction to that, well, on the PC, everything is so infinitely moddable that the hardcore isn't going to stay there because it's very hard to play something competitively on a platform where there's just so many different changes that can be made to the game at a fundamental level, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, that, that that makes sense, right? On the console side, I think that's where the competitive uh, uh, core sort of stay, right? Consoles, you don't really have arcades anymore, so the competitive core is gonna stay at, at, um, with the consoles. Mm-hmm. And, and just to me, it just feels like, okay, those are the guys that are sticking around with the game. Those are the ones that even regardless of how much DLC you're getting, they're gonna continue to play the game because they enjoy the systems of the game, right? Mm-hmm. But the systems of it as, as such with fighting games, like the onboarding process to any fighting game mm-hmm. is is really uphill. It's very difficult to get somebody not interested in that already to be willing to put the right. time in
2: mm-hmm.
3: to, to, to master something like that. I think Dragon Ball Z did a very good job of creating a game that has mm-hmm. depth but on its surface can be enjoyed and played by just mashing buttons and you see a coo- a bunch of cool stuff um mm-hmm. i was looking at a game that was released um on ps4 the mm-hmm. game is called undernight in birth exe late you know it, it's one of those <laughs> That's a it, long yeah <laughs> it's it's a japanese it's, it's a it's an anime inspired game right mm-hmm. but the onboarding it does is kind of cool because it, it it's a tutorial that takes you through something close to like 180 lessons mm-hmm. about the fighting systems within that game and just generally things that you wouldn't need to do to be onboard onto any game in the fighting genre mm-hmm. and what it does is interesting is it'll tell you like okay you did that you did this move it was cool you didn't do it perfectly you're not quite ready to take on somebody one-on-one it tells you like you suck you need to give some opinion. But at the same time, it's holding your hand in the process. So, again, it, 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 it's things that these games need to do to sort of bring people in and keep them from being afraid of the mechanics of a fighting game, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now I, way back when I talked about that game Rising Thunder that Seth Killian mm-hmm. was developing that kind of got nixed when they got bought out, but it was a game that required very little input. But again, had depth in terms of you knowing these characters, what canceled, what out. So there was still depth there, but the onboarding process in terms of in terms of systems and learning, you know, quarter circle forward, half circle forward, you know, stuff like that wasn't there. If it was there if you wanted it, but you could mm-hmm. just play it very simply. And again, to me, I think the fighting genre, if it wants to expand and not continue to kind of be on this, you know, this slow downward trend. I think it needs to start thinking about how they do that. I think it's going to be interesting to see what Soul Caliber does this year. Because so, so we're all mm. we're all Soul Caliber, right? Um, yeah, yes, sir. I'm very.
0: My man Killick's back. I am. That's all I need. <laughs> I don't care what happened for anybody else. I'm selfish. Killick's back. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Soul Caliber one Killick. Yeah. Not the fur on the neck. Not <laughs> stupid, not using a staff. Like what? Because people forget. That's all. Let's all put respect on Killick's name. Lord King, no. When we first saw Soul Calibur for Dreamcast or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and you saw that Kata of him, mm-hmm. and his whole staff, that's
4: what made you want <laughs> yo,
0: yo, you And Maxi, remember? shout out to Maxi, shout out to Maxi too.
4: Oh, Yo, yeah. do you do you mm-hmm. remember we had to use the PC in your mom's room? Shout out to your mom. She's the greatest woman <laughs> that ever walked this <laughs> earth.
0: Lady, lady All come. right.
4: The queen. She, <laughs> is, she is the greatest woman who ever walked this earth. Her level of patience, her zen is second to none. You had a sweaty boys inside <laughs> her room <laughs> on her PC <laughs> downloading this kata, and the kata took like five hours Ooh, or whatever. Yeah and the only place we could watch this was on that pc and lord cognito was the most intrusive child ever he made sure his <laughs> friends came through yeah. to look at this kata. It was,
0: yo, yo, kid. You just took me back. First of all, <laughs> you gotta break it down. Why did we have to be on PC to do this? I don't even. Rem- I remember. Right. I, I remember. This, but I remember, remember where the sources that I had to get.
4: The download
0: right. so we can watch a preview of a game. This is like before the internet. Like what were we doing? Yes.
4: <laughs> you know, the internet had just started and we had dial up, right? Mm-hmm. Now it came out in Game Pro. Game Pro said mm-hmm. that um if the, if you follow the link, the link sent you to uh, where Namco was oh, putting up yeah. the uh, live like cuz they would show you wireframes of games and stuff like that but mm-hmm. they had the textures in and it was showing the movements and how fluid the characters was yes. one of the first characters that was shown was Kilik because Killick. he was so unique right. to yeah. the fighting genre yes. because he was using a pole staff and in such a degree fact. that it was realistic
0: fact. and, and you know- let me, let, me, yeah. let me ask you one quick question, because I'm my timeline. I'm an old lord now. I'm getting old.
4: Yeah, my yeah.
0: My question is, what's the timeline? Was Soul Caliber one before Tekken three? Who did Cotta's? Yeah. I'm trying to think who did Cotta's for, because I remember Harang Kata, but I remember the Soul Calibur Kill It Kata Oh, but no, 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 no. The, the first Kata's
4: the first Cotta's that was ever done was Virtual Fighters. Yeah, true,
0: true, yeah. true, true, true. But I mean, like the ones
4: with good motion No! <laughs> No, that was the great motion capture. Remember, those was polygons moving in a realistic manner. So we can't take away from the pioneer, the OG. We can't take away away from the OG. Because remember when you saw Cage do his 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 ninja kata? We lost our minds. We can't. We can't can't take it away. It was not
0: that killing. No, it
3: wasn't killing. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I mean, Tekken Three was still PlayStation One.
0: Remember, right? So. All right. Shout out, shout out to Sting in the chat. He's correcting us. We got some OG Lords in here. He said he was just about to say, he's correcting me. He said Virtual Fighters 2. And I forgot Virtual Fighters 2. we go. Yeah, he's correct because they had, they kind of had those intro sequences in the car. Co- You're right. You're absolutely yep. right. Now th- Oh, yeah, because the, remember that, the the, the the drunken monkey mask? Yeah. Yes, when we did back. the drunken monkey, and come then he sat
4: down, and he was like, Yes, oh, you-, you
0: are correct. Yeah. Lord. We're, <laughs> we're going to get you on the show. You are definitely, <laughs> definitely respecting was on your name right now. He said Soul Calibur was 1999. He has to remember it was a launch title for the Dreamcast. I'm just trying to get the timeline between Tekken, because as far as my opinion, the best Cotters was Killick Soul Calibur. And um, Maxi. Uh, oh, was lit because that was the first numb and everything. And then detecting the three cotters. Then, then dead or alive, alive,
4: alive. With the yeah. drunken, with the most realistic drunken master you have ever seen. Yes. <sighs> it's, yes. It's- so we so, had we we had some real stuff. We had yeah. some real stuff. So yeah, shout out, shout
0: out to you know lady lady Cog the queen who allowed us to download yes. on my down my, my, my little fourteen four modem or maybe <laughs> 33.6 AOL dial up.
4: I will I will never forget it because it felt so intrusive and she was just like go ahead guys go ahead and do it and you know and I'm like wow man that's <laughs> a great mom and
0: we got but- this <laughs> in four watching these yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. absolutely absolutely <laughs> back to the back to the main point so we can finish yes. up this time.
3: yeah i mean honestly from from my point of view is like i i want to c- continue to see the fighting game genre thrive i want to see them do some things i would just uh, shout out to chief tom in the in the chat we're talking about like an a true mk rpg or an rp any rpg with these fighting game characters because i mean again when it comes to story story is kind of nonsensical than a lot of these fighting games we would like it to be better Mm -hmm. i would like to see you know genres expanded a little bit with these characters and not necessarily only be fighting games but at the same time within the fighting games i think it it would it would do great to just expand Mm -hmm. you know things like you know the way you get the way you get different Color shades of, uh, of costumes in 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 the game where you get you're different costumes. Mm-hmm. You asking
4: for Shenmue? You asking for Shenmue? Yeah, I'm asking, Damn, that's what you're yeah. asking
3: for that
4: a good yeah, video. that's good. See, people don't understand the evolution of Shenmue is from <laughs> virtual <laughs> it fighters. It is like the OG has paved the way for everything. Right. I'm saying this because I was completely biased when my game got overrun. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, <then> shout, out, <laughs> yeah, shout out
0: to Chief Tommy. I mean, he he mentioned in the chat earlier. He was like, you know, an open world fight game. But in theory, Wu uh-huh. was that. And was that? Yes, Shenmue was, was the first. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully it comes out this year, you know, and we'll see. But it, nah, to see it what the
4: hopefully. But like, I heard they got like, but,
0: yeah. Lord Sam, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard um did they get a new publisher? Some for, uh, for Shenmue? Was it, uh, yes, it? yes, so, or very interesting, here? very Talk interesting me.
1: here. I didn't believe it at first. I was browsing Reset Era and someone brought it up and I was like no, surely not. And then I looked up. I was like, "Oh wow, surely <laughs> then." Okay, so really? back we got to back things up here. We got to wind the clocks back a couple of years. All the right. Shemu three announcement, mm-hmm. E three year of dreams. You know, it came out on stage, Kickstarter, all that. Mm-hmm. It was incredible, right? I, I, I might have shed a tear. I'm, I'm not. I'm a right. Grown man, I'm a grown man. I might have. There <laughs> were people crying in the audience. Yeah. yeah. So. What happens that's very interesting is Sony merely helped with the funding to an undisclosed amount. They aren't publishing the game. That's something a lot of people don't know. Deep Silver acquired somehow. I don't understand how, but Deep Silver actually have the publishing rights for Shenmue 3. Locked in, pen and paper. It's in the contract. But Deep Silver, as we all know, just got picked up. By a certain THQ, Nordic. Peoples, baby. Uh, THQ Nordic, Nordic game has basically put THQ back together again, or mm-hmm. as close as it ever will be, which is fantastic. The THQ was one of the last real double A publishers in the industry. It's mm-hmm. great to see THQ Nordic becoming a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. So it raises the very interesting question: yes. Where does that leave Shenmue Three? Mm-hmm. Is
0: there a sliver of hope of Multiplay? <laughs> is there a
1: sliver. I, I don't no, know. coming.
4: I believe it was coming to multiplayer. I believe that was the whole uh, thing about it.
1: Honestly, I'm going to agree at this point. I, I, I do not think at launch I don't I don't think there's any way it happens Down at launch but I think 6 months, 12 months, 18 months after it comes out you'll see it making its way to other platforms. Oh Absolutely. man, that
0: would be huge. This is a huge nugget that you're dropping, Los Angeles. Yeah. I, I would tend to agree I'm I mean, at
4: the-, the fact that these people again gave their money in, and it seems like this other backdoor agreements that was going that the people wasn't privy to. This really? Kickstarter thing has to stop.
0: Shout out to Def Sing in the chat. Shout out to in Ch- <laughs> the chat.
3: Shout out. Reborn. to yeah, definitely reborn. I mean, yeah, shout man. out real quick to um to ankle Enco mentioned the game that I championed earlier on this uh last year. Talk to me. Absolver. Absolver. When you're talking about a fighting open world RPG, mm-hmm. Absolver is a game where, as you move through the game, the more opponents you fight, you learn their moves, and you, mm-hmm. take, you take on yeah. those moves. And then you have a skill tree that you can set moves up as you see fit. Your favorite moves, you can you can prioritize certain moves. Like it's very customizable, mm-hmm. and it's like, like and it, it's one of those things. Like the game itself, like, aesthetically, is kind of very simple, mm-hmm. but at its core. That's what I mean by that. That replayability, that sort of grindy nature that keeps yeah. people coming back to the game. Yeah, that's that, a I, great, great example. That's
0: a great example. Shout out to anyone in the chat. Also, the last point I want to make too is that um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see the Fist of the North Star new trailer. During-
3: oh, yeah. Yes.
0: And um, that got me excited. It looked like it had some long term elements, and it had a little Shenmue element. Mm-hmm. I believe he had like a Sega system or a Genesis or a Saturn or something that you can play in the game or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, yo, shout! Oh, shout out to the Lord Jacobus who came on the show. You know, as our fighting game guru. He actually saw. So he was very, very hype about it as well. He actually retweeted the, the Lord's back on it. But yeah, that's definitely one I got my eye on. I've always been a fan of the oh, Fist of North Star, North Star series, and actually, I had to educate myself because as a Sega kid, I didn't know about it, and I thought Last Battle was the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought Last Battle was the real thing, and really, it was the knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that they kind of Americanized Fist of the North Star. So I, it was just funny to learn, like, oh,
3: these are the real ones.
4: Another
3: thing we haven't talked about in that vein is Yakuza. Yakuza. Woo!
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah.
3: Six is this year. And it's the same type of thing where it's like you you gain moves, you gain moves as you go, you go out through the open world. It's an mm-hmm. it's it's, a, it's an action. I wouldn't call it an RPG, per se, but it is an action game with a lot of mm-hmm. RPG elements to it. And the fact well, that-
4: again, it goes back to no Shenmue, no Virtua Fighter. There no Yakuza. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That th- is- that's the DNA. The DNA is all the way through.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah man, shout out to shout out the last thing he's talking about. He's, he, we going in on the last battlefields, man. Arzak,
2: That was great
0: joy. I remember
3: the music. <laughs> <laughs> Was, when I'm you not... fell in when you fell in love with the cover art of the box that you thought that was the game and then when you played yes. it on and you was out. like no 16 big graphics
0: like at that time no sprites and remember when he got big and he
4: busted shirt oh man yo oh, no, no <laughs> you know you know what it was, it was when the cartridges said 16 16 mates.
2: yeah
4: oh, <laughs> it's
0: on
4: do <laughs> I yeah, we put put Hey, yeah. <laughs> He's
0: yeah, let's let's like, let's remember what's it with Fantasy Star was the first six mega? What was the oh, first eight man. mega?
4: Oh, I man, go like, oh, yeah, let's 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 go. It
3: was Strider for the record. It was Strider. It was Strider.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh was,
3: you know, no! We're going to kick
1: off the podcast right now. Yo, yo, listen, 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 no, 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 we can't
2: go
4: no flick, come (laughs) on. Let's go. Yo, (laughs) yo, check it out, right? Check this out. You got to check it out. You got to check it out because this is probably the funniest story. It is the funniest story that Lord Cognito and I have, right? So Lord Cognito got his money. And at this point in time, Strider was 16, it was was 16 uh, megs, right? And it was $80 at Crazy Sounds. He got his money together. $80 back then is a lot of money. So he got, he got his money. He went down the crazy sounds and he purchased the game not no unbeknownst to uh Cognito I played this game in the arcade all the time arcade all the time every day every day right he got the cartridge in his house the second he put his cartridge in I was like can I play he's like yeah I ended his game (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I purchased it Lord (laughs) Sam, I I didn't (laughs) (laughs) didn't
4: die I, I didn't die i ended his game I, I on the first character first man ended his game i was like all right i'm out of here catch you later it was, it was, it was, payback. It was
0: payback because he got me back there. let me let me see let's give the context because he had neo geo and oh. he had fatal fury and that game in his time was extremely hard right so mm-hmm. I used to pick Andy Bogart and cheese one move. It was tell him wait, but
4: tell him <laughs> I paid two hundred and fifty dollars for this game. cartridge. And he and, and came so over to course. my house, and I told him Keith <laughs> Howard is probably the hardest character ever. Yes. I I can't beat him. He's he preceded now. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, get to you. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, yeah, He. <laughs> Yeah. He proceeded to cheese him with this stupid-ass elbow and, and made my $250 cartridge irrelevant <laughs> and left my house and said, man, you don't got to walk me halfway home today. I'll catch you. <laughs> yeah, I slammed my house door in disgust this and I plotted my comeback. This is why in
3: my house the rule was steadfast. Yes. I buy the games. I play them first. Yes. Kaibatsu knew you do not touch that game. You do not remove <laughs> do not remove the shrink wrap from that game. Because I know he, if, he gets his hands, if he gets his hands on it, it's a wrap. It's, I knew it. <laughs> no, no. 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 <laughs> yeah,
0: man. It, it, Lord Sam, like, it was like a rite of passage back in these era. Like, <laughs> you bought these games, you know, 16, but whatever. The, 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 the rule was you invited your friends over to see the game. But there was unwritten rule that as a friend that is being allowed <laughs> to see said game, you are not allowed to
4: finish it. in that <laughs> it's And it's you're different. not allowed to say anything negative about yes, the game. About the game. <laughs>
0: because remember, that person just spent their hard-earned money. We went to the mom and pop store, We bought the cartridge. We came home. It was more, you know, especially the rule was uh, the debut of a brand new system. Mm. Like oh someone purchased, purchased a brand new system and they're showing they're inviting you over their house to say, hey, check out my Atari Jaguar. <laughs>
4: oh <laughs> check out oh. My,
0: you know, the system that may not have been that appealing, but oh, check out you. my
4: new Street Fighter Japanese cartridge exactly. that I spent $250 <laughs> on. And he yeah. brings some ponytail wearing <laughs> kick into my establishment who yeah. <laughs> said it's not arcade perfect. I looked over at Lord Kanye. <laughs> Said, remove him from my presence oh now. My. <laughs> that was
0: the rule. You couldn't do say oh. The oh. have, we, have, we have, stories for
4: days. What We're about going. the guy?
3: Who is the guy that kept screaming, Saul Caliban?
4: <laughs> I can't even remember it, but so oh man, we, gonna, oh, we gonna wrap this thing up, man, because oh. we've
0: been going on. I'm gonna save the uh, the destiny narrative stuff for a uh, flashback because we all know what's going on in Destiny. But yeah. uh, we got <laughs> gotta do what you got ILP poll this week courtesy of Lord Addict. He had to get out of his PC, unfortunately. Uh, definitely crapped out of him. So we got to give our condolences to Lord Addict's PC. Hopefully he gets his stuff <laughs> together. But with the successful release of remakes and remasters like uh, Shadow of the Colossus and Last of Us 2, should these types of titles warrant a re-review? The answer choices are A, yes, they should be reviewed again on its own merit. B, no, only review the tech advancements and improvements. Or C, I don't care. I hate all these cash grab remasters. (laughs) (laughs) That is the question. Those are the choices. We will put this up. So please rock the vote. Hit the ILP Twitter post tomorrow when it goes up. Lord Sam, absolutely pleasure to have the Lord of the Diary the Geralt of Rivia at the round table back again. Where can the fine people find you, and what else do you have
1: going on? Well, first off, thank you for having me on here again, my official debut as part of the In Circle Games Woo! Network. It was fantastic. We will absolutely have to do it again sometime. We're going to have to hit up some PUBG and other games together, all yes, of us. Sir. I think we can all agree. So, if you're interested in finding me, and following me on Twitter. Don't say I didn't warn you, but you can do so at Samuel Talbert. It's very simple, very easy to find me. And if you're interested in what I write, or you just want to talk and in the comment sections of the forums, you can find me on TICGN.com where I'm either writing something, reviewing something or playing it so I can then write about it and review it.
0: Absolutely. One of the best writers in the game.
1: Lord Sam,
0: always editing, correcting my foolish writing. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Red is in the chat. Shout out to Lord Red. Oh, man, you came right at the end, man. (laughs) What up, Red? We got to get you back on, Lord Red. Much appreciated. That is my guy right there. Absolutely, Lord Sam, man. Love what you're doing out here. You know what I'm saying? The um the article's just really, really good. High quality, man. Very, very high quality. You. Always always on the scoops. One of the best young writers. And please check him out. He's now family with the Inner Circle, so we can officially call him
3: Brethren. Love it.
0: <laughs> Lord Solve. where can the fine people
3: find you? Yeah, definitely shout out to Lord Sam for coming through. It's great to be on a podcast with him finally. Um, yeah, and then they can find me on... Will not find me on Xbox.
2: I've <laughs> <Okay, laughs> you
3: know, I mean. really been offline. I have to say, <laughs> um, <laughs> B, BX Sovereign on PSN and uh, Xbox Live, and Lord SavioP on Twitter.
4: Odell, absolutely, Lord King. Oh, uh-huh, Lord Sam, it's been a pleasure, sure. And I'm pretty sure that you're going to jump on some PUBG. So we're all... this
0: sound like some PUBG poaching going on. I don't. Okay. Know. No, 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 no,
4: no. You, you know what? I, I... The man is
0: not here to defend him. Listen, no, no, no.
4: That's that's not even. Listen, that's not even the thing. I already know. Once he hangs out with me, he's not gonna go back. It's, it just doesn't even matter. Um, but <laughs> I'm about to throw on the slippers. I'm about to get some cognac and put on the rope. and I'm going downstairs and I'm putting on the headset, and I'm going to get into some Merc uh, and Murder. Yes, I will be on some PUBG right now, sir. This is about to happen, so you can catch me on. On, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh King David OTW, hit me up and um definitely hit me up on Xbox. If you haven't added me, add me. Trust me. Please this is the me. PG version. We, have, <laughs> so I we have Iron Lords after dark. And if you're easily offended, don't add me. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely man i love what you're doing out here lord king you got everybody shout out to monkey punch you know shout out to uh what was it that singer you you've got yes. like a a, a a relevant. you've got like a whole PUBG squadron man shout out to rand if he's still here like we were talking about we would love to have like you know cloud server azure you know 100 man everybody yes, from there just getting it in because this That's is getting- we're forward.
4: doing rotations now. We have people waiting. Is the match over <laughs> so I could jump in? So we can, I can switch it up. In. Yeah, so I really want to get to the point where either the squads uh, get expanded, mm-hmm. something happens to the point where I can have, oh, I want to run a 16-man team because I really believe I can pack Facts. it with 16 dudes.
0: Facts, man. Absolutely. Oh, Lord Rand said he here chilling. He said, what's up? He, Lord, Lord Rand just said it right now. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. You understand
4: what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, he had me right now. Lord,
0: We're about to I get see. it in. His timeline yes, is real, y'all. He, he, The chicken dinners, he gets it in. So, yes, we got to link up with Lord Rand. Definitely get this PUBG going. But yeah, man, it's Lord Cognito here. The gaming realness was spread. Thanks for every yo. The chat was absolutely lit today. Thank you so much for coming, and uh, shout out to the lords, man. I really missed you. I was in the UK. I'm like chomping at the bit. Anchor Man held it down for us, but I'm like, damn, I missed my show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was good to be back. Everyone doing well, you know what I'm saying? So I'll also support the multiverse tomorrow. Lord Anchor Man will be going live. We will correct his uh, top five MC movies. <laughs> we we'll make sure that gets <laughs> hey, we
4: correct. Hey, we have got to correct
0: his opinion we're going to correct his <laughs> opinion we don't care how he feel it's how we feel we want to impose how oh we my feel.
1: god i'm going to have to play the peacemaker here otherwise we're going to have the inner circle civil war go. it's
0: going to be civil <laughs> you literally I already had the visual of the thumbnail it's going to be the civil war thumbnail you know what I'm saying? it's going to be iron lords on one side it's going to be multiverse on the other side and we're going to have to come to an agreement but shout out to those guys that even tame it you know what i mean undead of course mike p the Troth. You know what I'm saying? And the premium Brit. I think he's been going away. Acting. They are tomorrow at 8 p.m. Also subscribe to the Inner Circle Network and, of course, the Iron Lord podcast you know, YouTube channel. I've also been doing flashpoints with Lord Ibantis And shout out to Doc Amnesia, man. The guy broke the Internet with the U.S. Gamer article. Please check that out. It's on the Iron Lord podcast YouTube. I um, got a lot of support from the Destiny community and just a heartfelt love letter to the people who love Destiny 1 and what we loved about it and why Destiny 2 wasn't that. And again, no bashing, just from a, a heartfelt, positive perspective. So please catch that if you can. And uh, like I said, we're going to get the audio and all that stuff up as soon as possible. Thanks again, everyone, for coming through. Enjoy your Sunday.
2: And we are about to be out of here. Peace.